Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. Cool dude. Great dude. Appreciate awesome. It, you can be mean. You're shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. A lot more <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. God, the news cycle pissed me off today. Why? It was so funny. They really think he's going to get impeached. They just keep spinning their wheels. They're like little hamsters. There was that, there was like this impending doom, but I guess it was in combination with the Molly Tibbetts stuff that really made me mad. Like they're just going to emphasize Michael Cohen and, and Paul Manafort and it's the end Did of the you world. you see that bitch on CNN to like some, they're just talking about some girl in Iowa. Well, that was, that was MSNBC. Yeah. Ah. yeah. So I know, I know I'm going to be talking about that next video. I suspect we'll talk about it on Sunday. I'm sure people tonight might want to talk about it, but, uh, but this is the call-in show. If you're new, there is a link to the uh, Discord server in which we host the show. That's in the video description. If you want to try to get into the call or get into the live room, hop onto that server, put your name in the roll call. We go on a first-come, first-served basis. Patrons get priority. So if you're a patron of mine or blondes or the show, you should be marked in a pretty orange patron font. If you're not, send us a direct message on Patreon. Get that taken care of for you. I'd like to contribute to the show, but you can't do it live. We do accept uh, brief questions, comments via email. That's beauty in the beta at gmail.com. Put call in show question in the subject line. Do we have any tonight? I haven't even looked. Oh, we have plenty. Wow. So we'll get to some email questions and comments at the end of the show. Or you can uh, record a brief video message. Try to keep it to a minute or less. Send us the list uh, unlisted uh, from YouTube and we'll play the audio and respond to it. Uh, we will take super chats in between callers. Super chats can happen by YouTube, the built-in feature, or we're doing Streamlabs. And Streamlabs tells me that the credit card feature is going to work now, but I have not been able to get it to work myself. But that option is supposedly available. That's linked in the description for you. And if you're tuning in live, I'm going to end the the fantasy football sign up as soon as we're done live. So if you want to get into the fantasy football league, it's last chance to enter. It's still linked in the description. Oh my God, I thought on Sunday we were done talking about this. That's why I'm only get, I'm going to leave it at that. That's all I'm going to say because because uh, I've I've I don't want to bore you anymore. And we got plenty of callers to get to. We do. So uh, so Jack Howard is up first. But Jack, oh wait, there we go. I was going to say I didn't see him in the waiting room, but there he is. Jack, you're good to go if you're ready. Otherwise, look who's back, back again. Jack Unstoppable's back. Yeah. Let's see what uh, let's oh, see what he has to say. Hey, hey there. What's on your mind, college boy? Hey, you remembered. Uh, first week of college was interesting. So you already did the first week. It was a good chunk of a first week. Ah, okay. So you're you're halfway through it. Like you started on Monday or Tuesday or something. Like third day tomorrow. So. Hmm. So you just have those first day look at the syllabus type classes or do you actually have a assignment? Yeah, that's, that's, that's basically it. Well, there's still a lot to take care of, but yeah, that, that's what I'm going through. But I actually want to ask a question this week. Yeah. So this is the blonde because I know that you're, well, both of you, are, but especially blonde, I know that you are um, not so uh, kind to the whole college route. So I wanted to know your exceptions to the whole thing and what you feel is acceptable as, as reasons for going to college. 
Um, if you are, if you want to be something that absolutely requires you to get a degree, you know, any kind of special, if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer, don't be a lawyer. If you want to be a, a doctor or an engineer or something like that, uh, where there's just 0% chance of getting a job unless you, unless you go. Yeah, uh, I see. That's pretty much it. Or if you go to a college like Hillsdale. Your definition, you don't think I should be in college. Uh, what are you majoring in? Computer science. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, whatever. It's not quite the same thing. I just because I'm majoring in computer science doesn't mean I want to be a com I want to be in computer science. I'm doing it as a backup. I do know a, I, I enjoy, people, I like. know a lot of people uh, that taught themselves how to code and are very successful. Now. Hmm. Misconception: Programming, being a programmer, being uh, you know, I, I shouldn't say you know, computer scientist, but but having computer science mentality is not the same thing. There's a mentality associated with it beyond the programming. And people often over attribute programming, benefits of programming, or benefits of computer science to programming. I don't really I know what think. any of this means. I'm just nodding in agreement because I was I'm gonna say I'll I'll stick up for the thinking degrees, man. I'll stick up for for the philosophy people and the political science I'm people. Doing I, I just I think as long as That's you have thing, no like, have no delusions about what you're getting I want into. To yeah, I mean, if as long as you're doing it and, and you know, I'm not talking about you specifically. The the general yeah. you, it knows that it, like something like a philosophy degree that the benefits are going to be intangible and the chance of indoctrination is going to be high and it's not going to help you get a job. I mean, then do whatever you want. Yeah, I think the problem with a lot of college graduates is they think like it is their punch ticket to a good job. And as long yeah. as you have no delusions about what's going on here, then I then I would support people pursuing whatever it is they want to. Yeah, totally. Anyway, we got to get a move on. Any final thoughts on Stoppable? Uh, nothing much. Just kind of working on schoolwork. You have a good day now and then. Lot of it Thank you, man. Enjoy you school. Bye-bye. And we do need some good old-fashioned thinkers, you know? It's just not, it's not that everybody has to have that philosophy degree, but... Yeah. But uh, the right kind of people, you know? Jack, you ready? Yeah. What's on your mind? Oh, not much. I just got back from work about an hour and a half ago. Hmm. What do you want to talk about? Yeah, I assume we got my super chat from the other night about privatizing education. Uh, yeah, so did you have thoughts about it? It's not necessarily my area of uh, deep understanding, but if you have some, some thoughts on it, go for it. Yeah, just, the idea came to me about a year ago. Just, I, was reading, I was taking a Texas government class in, in college and just realized it would be, this education would be easier if, if it was privatized, let the free market handle it. So do you want, uh, how would you handle this? Like would, when you say privatized, do you mean end all government funding of it too? Or would you have like a voucher system or what would you do? As far as the government is concerned, they should only be making sure that the kids are actually in the classrooms, you know, truant officers. Okay. Well then how, what about, uh, what about people who can't pay for it? What, what happens there? Well, well, that means, one less thing to pay for in your taxes, one less. Okay, but if well, I guess what I'm saying is if it's 100% privatized and you're saying the kids have to be there, is that what you're saying? The state is going to make sure the kids have to be there? Yeah, because it's already, um, they already have to be, it's already, there's already a lot that they have to be there, right? Okay, so what happens if I, if I don't pay or I can't pay? I'm not sure about that. I mean, I, I'm with you that like, or I'm generally with the concept that like competition is good. Uh, yeah. And I would definitely like to, to have as much competition as possible and, and parent choice as possible. 
I just wonder if we say 100% privatized, does that mean everybody's paying out of pocket or is there some other system? Well, I assume that everyone would be paying out of their own pockets. Hmm. Um, I mean, I don't doubt that it might it might work. Maybe you'd maybe you'd see better schools as a result of it. Certainly, I think competition would would yield better school uh, yeah. better school systems. I just wonder if everybody's paying out of pocket. You're required to go. What do you do about the people who literally cannot pay out of pocket? I'm pretty sure um, if that's the case, and well, I get if that's the case, and I guess government could give them a check, but that's in like a rare rare situation, hmm. like extreme situations. I guess what worries me is it kind of sounds maybe this is a ridiculous comparison. I don't know. I'm just I'm just uh, thinking out loud. But what I worry about is if you have like a mandate like that, what you end up is sort of is in sort of like an Obamacare situation where it's like you will do this, you will buy this, and we're going to enforce you buying it, and we're going to regulate it. But, but paying school for it might is on end you. up being cheaper, and people are uh, especially in terms of school, they're very charitable. Yeah, rich people. And there's no doubt I want, I want schools as locally controlled as possible. You know, there's, I, I don't, I, this, it's interesting that people, whenever you talk about like ending the department of education, people think you're going to like end schools or something. We had, we we had, we didn't have a department of education until what, like when was it even, when did it even come around? Like the seventies or something? I'm not sure. I mean, I fail to see why this isn't even in the government's wheelhouse. Let me look that up. Yeah, yeah. I've read Federal government, I don't think it is. Doesn't say anything about the Constitution. Does not say anything about education, so yeah. they should not be dealing with that. When was it started? Yeah, seventy nine. The Department of Education. Oh, geez. Um, yeah. Do you have any Thanks, final thoughts? Carter. I gotta, I gotta keep this show moving along because I forgot to set a time for this call. <laughs> yeah, blonde. If you have a, if you have a son, don't name him Chad, Keith, or Tristan. I'm Why definitely not? gonna name him Chad. Chad Three Legs. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be Chad, Chad Tripod. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Your name is Sue. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Thanks. Have a good night. All right. You too. Somebody calling about Molly Tibbetts. Come on. <laughs> um, Khan is up next. Yeah, I really have to talk about this next video because one thing that just drives me nuts about Molly Tibbetts is they, they treat it as though, like, like uh, hey, Khan. Um, Stephen King was on Twitter saying, well, did you know legal citizen Stephen Paddock killed 58 people at Las Vegas? So it doesn't matter. It's like, yeah, the- but it's one thing to have to deal with our own citizens. There's like a baseline level of crime that we have to deal with. Not one of these crimes committed by illegal immigrants do we actually have to deal with. And they're Correct. 100% preventable by enforcing yeah, existing border regulations. Yeah, got it. Right. I got to talk about it. Yeah, we're on the same page on that. Uh, Khan, <laughs> go for Hello. it. I just Hi. got back from Montana. So that was nice. Oh, what, oh, yeah. what part? Uh, I was mostly in the Missoula area. I spent oh. a good amount of time in uh, Polson. Uh, oh, Polson's very nice. July. I yeah. I shouldn't be dismissive. It's just like there's a natural Missoula Bozeman rivalry. Yep, and, I know. Uh, <laughs> and um, it's not even yeah. well because they're the two college towns, Bobcats yeah. and Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was I'm not an alumni of either. It's just there's kind of a natural rivalry between yep. the cities, and I'm definitely Team Bozeman. I really like how polite everyone is in Montana. I spent all huh. my summers there. It's also kind of convenient how polite people get when you have a rifle on your back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, you live you live outside of Seattle, right? Yeah. At least as I recall, northern area of Seattle. Yeah. So you you say you come back or you come to Montana every summer? This is a yeah, pretty thing? much. Yeah. Ah. Are you back now? In yeah, Seattle? I'm back. Isn't the smoke situation wild? Oh yeah, dude. Uh, 
I, I can't even tell. Me. So I went to a barbecue place and we were uh, debating whether or not it was California or the ribs that we were smelling. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Uh, it's like yeah, burning my tell. eyes and mm-hmm. making me sneeze. Of a but whole you're not going to hear me complain about California burning. Like, Jeez. <laughs> I it's didn't actually, make that. The, the smoke is coming from British Columbia. Jeez. Ooh, it yeah. seems yeah, like it's from California. I can just smell the weakness. <laughs> <laughs> the fires in British Columbia are insane, though. The yeah. scale of them. The scale, it, it's like hundreds of thousands of square miles or something. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's its in California. They'll have a small fire. It's like 100 acres, and they'll say like a 1,000 houses burned. Yeah. <laughs> like, geez. Yeah, and no, meanwhile, I don't know how many structures have burned in Canada or what the human toll is. I have no like idea. A couple years ago, my favorite uh, shooting spot was burned down, and it was like a couple thousand acres, and like nobody bat an eye. Hmm. And then California is just like a couple hundred acres here and there. And then it's like, everybody's losing their mind. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Do you, uh, you think you ever come to Montana or do you not want to live here? Uh, I want to live in Montana. That's for sure. One of my answer. uh, It's terrible. (laughs) Uh Yeah. It's just horrible in Montana. Yeah. Yeah. Polson's cool though. I I haven't been since since I was really uh, young and I don't go to that part of the state very much, but it's, it's uh, near flat. Is it right on Flathead Lake or is it just right on Flathead? Yeah. Flathead Lake is very nice. It's kind of like Coeur d'Alene to be honest. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Coeur d'Alene's nice. And then I spend a lot of time out in Hall too. Small little town, like five people. Mm. Oh man. It's a small town of five people. That's a house. It's about that. It's about that. (laughs) So they have uh, every Montana state requirement for a town. It's a, are they? They're not incorporated. The post office and the post office is optional. What's the name of this? I'm gonna look this up before Old we actually let you go. Montana or something like that. It's five people too called. many. Unincorporated yeah, right. community people. in Granite, yeah. Montana. It's really small. It doesn't even list the population on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. It of does like have a post office though. Stuff out there, so I help out with baling hay or whatever, and we shoot gophers and coyotes. Hmm. It's west southwest of Drummond, population yeah, 309. Yeah, coyotes eat all the little baby calves. Yeah, I used to feel so bad for the coyotes, and then I learned that they're basically they're they're less like dogs and more like feral cats. Yeah, hmm. like, eh, and then the gophers, okay. like everybody gets all pissed off at my school whenever I mention it. But like they dig the holes, and then the cattle walk over the holes and break their legs, and then you have to shoot the cow. So shoot the cow or shoot the gopher. Yeah, well, this took a dark turn. We yeah. gotta let you go, man. Well, I hope your future is go for shooting in, uh, yeah. in Hall, Montana. All right, man. Thanks a lot. See right. you later. Raggle Fraggle. I don't know if he'll want to talk Molly Tibbets, but he will want to talk weird guns for sure. Raggle Fraggle. Molly Tibbets. Yeah. Weird yeah. guns. We'll let him hang out. Maybe his mic is having some problems. Buddha's up next. Buddha, you're good to you're go better. if you're ready. Oh, hey. Um, so I'll let Raggle Fraggle go. Uh, I think he's, his mic's not working or something. But if you need a if you need to wait a minute, I can pull the next caller in. All right. Yeah, you want me to wait? I assume that's yes. What are you squinting at? Oh, somebody in the live chat just this person cornhole just said coyotes and wolves can interbreed with no issue is that true uh maybe i wouldn't be surprised to be honest i don't have time to 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 look that up somebody in the live chat let me know that's crazy i didn't know that 
Meanwhile, I've got three callers in here. Oh, nobody... I'm good to go. I was no, just for waiting for Rango Frego. No, no, uh, yeah, he's he's having some mic problems or something. Oh, then okay. we probably shouldn't kill them. Apparently, it's true. So coyotes can interbreed, and I've shot a few of them. Oh, I'm back to feeling bad for coyotes then. Oh, coyotes are disastrous things, and like I would living in Montana, I would um, hunt them for ranchers. But I'd, I'd never kill a wolf like, twice a month, and. I tagged 12 coyotes each night that I was there. You've got a Montana connection too. Did you tell me about this before? Yeah. I used to live in Bozeman. Oh yeah. We probably discussed it. Yeah. All right. So the main things that I called that that I called in about, uh, did you hear what Steve Bullock said about how he would support an assault weapons ban? Yes. And Politico misreported it and said, Steve Bullock supports a semi-automatic weapons ban. Someone give me the TLDR. uh, Montana. So Steve Bullock is the governor of Montana, Democrat, uh, but most Western Democrats like Bullock and Tester and a lot of these guys that represent Montana or other states, uh, they tend to be more like government interventionist in terms of tax and spend, but they have the sense not to really touch the gun issue because it's political suicide in this state. Steve Bullock has never come out in favor of gun control that I'm aware. He's a two-term Democratic governor of this state. Now all of a sudden he's touring Iowa and New Hampshire because he wants to be the next Martin O'Malley forgettable Democratic presidential candidate. The guy you think about in four years and go, oh yeah, I remember yeah. him in that one debate that he showed up to. So now... He's out on, on CNN with Jake Tapper, asks point blank, would you support an assault weapons ban? He says, yes, I would, Jake, and he elaborated on it. Oh, he doesn't no. care because he's not running for office in this state again. He's clearly running for president. But he's he's appeasing national Democrats, throwing his own state under the bus. And by the way, what does he mean? Does he mean he wants an assault weapons ban in Montana? No, because it's never going to pass in this legislature. He would like to see it at the federal level, though, that controls us too. So I'm really pissed off at Steve Bullock, to be honest. There's my rant about it, but I, sh- I assume you've got some thoughts on it, Voda. Uh, just the basics. Uh, I mean, Montana's had machine guns legalized for how long now? So, I mean, what's the point? Well, so yeah. So, Even what's if the you tried in state? Yeah, like we had that. Ex- I don't know if that does that. Did that law stand? Basically, we had a law that said if you manufacture a weapon in state, it is exempt from federal gun laws because it doesn't fall under interstate commerce. Is that true? If you manufacture an, uh, an automatic weapon, you can sell it in this state? So it still it? exists, and state law enforcement won't enforce it, to my understanding. But if the feds catch wind of it, they'll still ruin your yeah. day and kill your dog. Right. Oh, okay. Do you have any final thoughts? You guys are such a bummers. So somebody well, Steve, call Steve, in so we can talk about Molly Tibbetts, which Steve, is a much more. Uh, sucks, my dude. wife and I met on Tinder. Oh, really? I made sure that I listed like I listed that I was a right wing conservative, listed a bunch of my opinions and it worked out. I mean, nice. I got like five matches total, but I got the one that matters. So, you know, good, I've known a you. few people that have gotten married and are in good marriages from Tinder. All right, Back well, when I was, one, guys. yeah, you as well. Bye. Back when I was searching, I saw so many women that were like, "If you voted Trump, don't bother." And at first, I was like, "Geez, bitch! Like you don't know anything about me." But then I kind of realized, well, maybe that's for the best because if you're like that, I don't want to hang out. Yeah, anymore. or maybe you should lie about it and then bang them and then be like, <laughs> "By the way, I voted for Trump." After, yeah. don't do that. That's immoral. Although it's funny for all. Oh, regular Fraggle, you're good to go if you're ready. I must be having mic issues. You know, maybe they're not so wrong. I mean, as as we've been preaching, like fundamental values are key if a relationship is going to matter. So yeah. I probably want to know that stuff up front. I just have issue with the way they express it. Uh, yeah. 
Would you, Constantine would you or Rachel be with Fenton? a woman that voted for Hillary? Be honest. Um, Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, I could as long as it was not like a. Uh, depends how enthusiastic she was. Anyway, yes, Regal Fraggle, you're good to go if you're ready. Oh, thank God. Okay, I was getting worried for a minute there. Uh, okay, quick thing on Molly Tidbit. Uh, I feel bad that she died, but now ever after looking at her Twitter feed, karma's a thing. I don't know. I, I still feel I, it doesn't make me feel any less bad. I'm really it sad about her family's really reaction. Bad, but I'm still sad about it, too. No, I mean, she was a deeply indoctrinated university student. It just goes, Red Elephant's actually had an excellent video about this today, so everybody check it out if you can. Uh, but it just goes to show that if, if you're 20 and you're in university in America, you probably believe a bunch of stupid multicultural crap. I mean, at that age, I was retarded. I was retarded. And Skag was too, presumably. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't tweeting a whole lot at the time, but... Um... I don't know. I mean, to me, her, her worldview is not necessarily relevant to whether I consider this important or not, you know? Yeah. I mean, her family's reaction that like we, people of all races have been so kind to us. This has nothing to do with his race or his immigration status. It's like, like, please don't use this for political motivation. This isn't this isn't we're not using it for political gains here. We're, we're talking about every single crime that has ever been committed by an illegal immigrant is totally preventable, superfluous. It's not something that we need to deal with this in this country. Personally, I don't really give a shit what her family has to say about this. It doesn't change anything for me. I'm not going to stay off the subject because they're like, no, no. Uh, but, you know, I heard Candace is getting in, getting some heat. For she that same thing. basically had a Twitter fight with a cousin. But, but here's how it happened. was Candace was tweeting about Molly, at least as I saw. Candace was tweeting about Molly. Cousin lady, cousin girl comes in and says, shut up about my cousin. Never speak of her, you evil person or whatever. And Candace fires back with some of her political opinions. Now, as a political matter, I agree with Candace. I actually don't have an issue about the political opinion she was expressing. I just think it's the op- terrible the PR. Are bad. It is, yeah, it is terrible PR. On her fucking sister. Her well, mom. I think, well, yeah, but I think to your point, you don't have to stop talking about the public issue just because the family says, please stop. That said, it's not wise to pick a fight with the family. I think that's really no. It, it, I don't know that she did. I haven't even looked into those tweets. But you know, if she would have been, I should say, participate in the fight. She didn't pick it, but she participated. Yeah. Okay, I don't well, think that her naive. Oh, can I? Uh, yeah, yeah. You go for it. Go for it. Sorry. Something we're clearly <laughs> fired up about, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I started it. Shit. Okay. Can I talk about animal crackers now? Because they're yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? It yes, it is. Stupid Peta. Yeah, PETA is one of these left-wing organizations that I think has a has a knack for taking action that has no consequences and therefore no responsibilities, like any good leftist organization. Yeah, yeah. Think so. Can you give the audience a TLDR? Yeah, if people didn't hear about this. Okay, so PETA basically went to Nabisco, who owns the company that produces animal crackers, and bitched to them that uh, their boxes had the animals in cages on wheels basically, which were basically carts that were a reference to Barnum and Bailey uh, circus mm-hmm. when they would transport the animals. And they bitched about it and told them, well, you need to change the cover of your box. So they did. Yeah. And, and this is after plus, PETA killed the circus. Like Barnum's Barnum and Bailey's is not a thing anymore because PETA yeah. killed it. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. That was it. Hmm. Oh, oh, <sighs> got it. Oh yeah. Go oh, for yeah. it. 
Okay, so this week is going to be the Hotchkiss Universal, and Hotchkiss is spelled H-O-T-C-H-K-I-S-S. Okay, wait, can you spell it one more time? Sorry. H-O-T-C-H-K-I-S-S. -S. It looks like Hotchkiss. a MP40 or a grease gun kind of thing. Kinda. It's a French-produced SMG, but it's pretty neat because if you look at a little further down the Google images, yeah. it folds up really compact. Oh, yeah, like yeah. Like a takedown. Yeah, it's got like a nice uh, underfolding stock. I don't see a tripod. Oh, yeah. No, there's I, I, no tripod. It, it folds up. Yeah, it's got like an underfolding stock. And oh, I see. You might be looking. It's got a long, straight magazine. You might be looking at that. No, I actually have DuckDuckGo, and so the search images I get are different. Ah. Oh, uh, okay. This is yeah, this would be I'll like a sweet backpack kind of gun, you know? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But I'll send you the video. Oh, here's one on a tripod. There actually is one, like mounted on a tripod. Or something weird mounted yeah, on a tripod. Yeah, a tripod. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's not even the same gun, though. Oh, man. Yeah. What, uh, what era was this? Was this like World War II era? It kind of looks like it. Uh, no, this was after World War II. This was around uh, 1948, I think. Okay, but it was so just post-war. So it didn't really go very far. I think the only places that really carried it ever were uh, Venezuela mm. and... Uh, I think a few places in Morocco had it. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Places that are known for having, you know, high tech weaponry. But anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for calling, dude. Thanks, man. Yep. Later. People are making fun of my shirt. Would you ever wear your own merch? It says blonde on it. But it's not really your own merch. It's not my own merch. It's just every time I see a shirt that says blonde on it, I buy it. Hmm. And then I wear it shamelessly around Seattle. Oh, I would no, never I wear my own merch personally. I think I think that's kind of do. Is it like but... wearing a band T-shirt to their concert? Yeah, kind of, but worse. I don't care. Even... I'm more. I'm narcissistic. I'm, I'm ready to own it. <laughs> Sorry, Constantine, go for it. I would paint myself as a Big Teen Eagle and go in public. That's how dedicated I am to my own brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's but on your point mind? Being, I, um, I just want. I know it's a bit of old news at this point. I just wanted to discuss this whole Catholic Church scandal. Well, I have a few thoughts. Mm, on number one, I yeah. think odd. Uh, how it comes out almost immediately after this Muslim compound comes out makes you think something. And you look at the statistics, other t religions, I'm not going to name any particular, I don't want to get you guys banned, are more likely, their religious leaders are more likely to do the same crimes. You know, so are public school teachers, but why let's do, not talk about that. Why do you think it's odd that it came out around the same time as the compound? I mean, it's something that makes Muslims look bad. We need to distract from that. I don't oh, know that don't they were. Know. That's, the that's highly conspiratorial because the the grand jury has been working on it for ages. It I'm, was it was I'm, info I mean, for. I'm, I'm not saying it's some grand conspiracy, but I'm thinking like a few people will probably use it for those ends. But another oh, you thing just mean is, in terms of like news coverage? Oh like, yeah, sure. yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and I I'm actually not Catholic. I'm actually a Protestant concerning orthodoxy, but that's a topic for an entirely different day. But in terms of I, I think the whole celibate priests are ridiculous, considering the fact not only other denominations, but within the Catholic Church itself, such as the Byzantine Rite, the Melkite, the Maronites in Lebanon, the Ukrainian Greek Catholic Church, all the Eastern Catholic Churches have married clergy. So I don't know why the Roman Catholic Church can't. Right, they have right. I've always wondered that, too. And then we would have an opportunity to have fewer homosexual priests, which wouldn't that be better well, for Well, a lot of people responded that way. They say, how would letting them marry stop homosexual abuse? I, I don't know that no, it's it quite would, that it would simple. Draw, I mean, the next generation of priests would be better because it would draw fewer homosexual priests. Yeah, and then we get back into that question where, where it's like, does, this, does the celibacy system create sexual suppression that manifests itself in terrible ways or are they 
already gay before they go in or are they abusers before they go in? And, and a lot of them are not gay. They're just pedophiles. They're raping yeah, I, girls. I think, I think they're drawn to it because, you know, number one, it's a position of power. Number two, it's, I, I suppose this is more back in the day since things have changed drastically in our modern age that it's less odd that you're not married. It's like, oh, he's a priest. He can't marry. As right. like, oh, why are you a bachelor at age 30, man? Well, what's going on? But, you know, fundamentally, I think another point that backs this up is when was the last time you heard anything like this come out of the Orthodox Church? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, and then uh, this happens all the time in public schools, and that's, you know, buried. People never talk about it, even though in, in light of this Pennsylvania scandal, the incidence of sexual abuse in public schools is still considerably higher than it has ever been in the Catholic Church. Think about that. But nobody wants to fucking talk about that. I don't know. Anyway, we got to give you the boot. Any final thoughts? Oh, yeah. You know, just public schools in general. I mean, you go to some part of the country, you might get knifed just walking between class to class for no reason as you wore the wrong color. You know, just it's just one of those things. I think, of course, it's a problem, but I think a lot it's very politicized a lot more focus is put on it also considering other things going on at the time you know especially with certain stories but that's all i have to say about it you know but again i have my playing chris catholic church why not a catholic myself but i'm gonna get out here thanks man Bye. have a good night all right uh we need a break or we should keep going let's keep going should we keep going I'm trying to speak too quickly respecter of women women Mwamin. Uh, Respecker. Hi. You're good to go if you're ready. Hey there. Hi. So, um, I was actually hoping to have the distinction of being the first person to talk about Molly Tibbetts, but it seems like uh, somebody's beaten me to it. Ah, well, so, if you have thoughts, please share them. I do, actually. So, I made some notes about the media coverage of the incident after it was discovered that Christian Rivera was the um, suspect. So, lots of outlets rather predictably called him an undocumented migrant rather than every single one I've seen has every said that, single yeah. time o other than like, like right wing outlets that are uh, openly right wing, I suppose mm -hmm. you, should, you would say. Yes. Uh, and of course the virtuous immigrant, what I call the virtuous immigrant meme, which is where um, this idea that somehow, and the Cato Institute made a, a very famous paper that, that was trying to uh, uh, push this forward, uh, the idea that illegals and legal immigrants account for fewer crimes committed than citizens. And um, if you take a look at the Cato papers, there's a very good breakdown of it by the Z-Man. Uh, I've recommended his show before, the Z-Blog Power Hour. It's a great show. Um, not the best show. Yours is the best show, but it's a pretty good show. If you take a look anyone, at it, he, yeah. he has a, a great day, uh, a takedown of the statistic. Unsurprisingly, it doesn't factor in race. So Ah, what a surprise. Hmm. So they're just yes. talking about European migrants, which, uh, you know, from Italy and Ireland, which are probably now at least low in crime. But it doesn't and, break out Mexicans. And also not to um, uh, rile up the Jared Holtz there, but they're also not talking about a certain segment of the American population that is responsible for uh, a high amount of our crimes. I'll just put it that Pray way. tell, what segment of the population are you referring to? I ain't going to say women. nothing about that. Anyway, um, <laughs> couple, we got to be other, rich. Yes. So a um, couple of other God. things that I'd like to mention very quickly. So um, there's going to be silence from the national media about this case moving forward. It, you're not going to hear anything from it from like NBC or CNN or CBS, you know, and it, it's just going to go, you're not going to hear anything about it ever again after this, maybe like one article about what's going to happen to Rivera, what is a conviction is, what a sentence right. is, that's it. It's yep. not going to be like George Zimmerman, where every day you would hear about this evil white Hispanic who killed 
uh, Obama's son and was <laughs> obviously motivated by hatred of blacks. Uh, yeah. sorry, hate blacks. And it was just uh, muskittles and iced tea that he yes. was. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, one thing. Uh, uh, I actually do want to give you guys uh, one more math puzzle before, but I'm going to say something really quickly about Trayvon Martin that nobody has actually said before. Um, it is uh, one of the uh, uh, so George Zimmerman had reported that Martin was when he was in when when he was in that Florida neighborhood that he was scouting houses when he was there mm-hmm. uh, that he was looking into oh. the windows of houses or like burglarizing purposes. Uh, that's racist. <laughs> how, how can you I'm sure he was shopping for a vacation home. Yes, right. You, you know, he was looking at for looking at real estate at um, whatever time at night that that, that, that it was. Math. He'd probably get approved for that loan. Just saying. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, have either of you seen Goodwill Hunting? I've never seen a single ago. movie. A long time ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. so um, this is a very famous problem in uh, probability. And it's actually famous, blonde, because it was solved by a woman, blonde. So I think you might find this. Um, so this is a very... So he, blind squirrel the, uh, meat nut, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you are on Monty Hall's game show. You are presented with three doors. Behind two doors are goats. Behind one door is a car. So you have free reign to pick the first door. Pick the first door. Monty Hall takes a look at your first door selection, and then he will open one of the other doors that you have not chosen, showing a goat. He will then ask you if you would like to stay with your choice of, of door or if you should switch. Here's the question. What is the probability that the door that you choose will have a goat? Wait, wait. 50 50. See, that is what everyone thinks. Everyone, you know, everyone from lay people who were reading Parade Magazine where this problem was first posed to. um, Wait, but you eliminate the third door. So you have a a chance. Oh, I guess the probability doesn't change because you know what the third door is. Ah. Well, it's it's conditional prob. It's it's a very classic example of conditional probability that has these really weird nuances to it. Uh, There is a very great write up on on Wikipedia actually of the the of the probability matrix. But the idea is that either door is going to have you know the door that you select is going to have either a car or a goat. So if it's a goat, then the other two doors is either going to be goat car car goat the there's a chance that you pick a car a door that has a car but it doesn't matter what the other two doors are going to be because they're going to be both goats so those are three separate probabilities there it's very strange but you know it's one of those things about mathematics that sometimes you do get these very weird solutions that seem to defy um all of our instincts and i think that's a very um uh, I don't know why. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's just great. It's I love math. Okay. All right. Uh, math. <laughs> we got to give you the boot. Yeah, you we got to let you go. Math, 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 math. See you later. <laughs> All right. Thanks. I don't know, man. I still say 50-50. It's two doors and it's either a goat or a car. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying, though. Kind of. Um, let, I, I let that call go on for like 10 minutes. I'm sorry. Yeah, good job. I Miss, wanted to I know more get about out of the here goat, the, okay? I got a two-hour hard deadline. I got to get out of here, but I don't watch the clock. I have a hungry husband who does not like to wait until 8.30 to eat. Um, I guess we should take a little break. You ready? Yeah. Chicago Conservative City Pigeon versus City Rat. Who wins? Rat. That rat is going to win. I don't have experience with City Rats. They're fucking uh, big and disgusting. Hmm. And they've got they basically teeth. the difference is wings and a beak, more or less, yeah. versus feet and, a, and teeth. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although Black Pigeon Speaks has made me think a little bit differently about pigeons. And I saw an injured pigeon the other day, and instead of being like, ew, I actually felt sympathy. Like real sympathy. It was, it was so crazy. the pigeons, but not the hobos. No, fuck the hobos. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Peterson, uh, Geotas should be should update the SR seventy one for Space Force. I don't know. Uh, that's, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna look up the reference. If I deliver uh, these things with confidence, and then it's, anybody it's, uh, asks me a follow up question, the Lockheed SR seventy one Blackbird is long range Mach three plus strategic reconnaissance aircraft that was operated by the U.S. Air Force. So it's a recon plane. Um, Falcon Millennial, and about the SR-71, I maintain it for free, now has a giant erection. Hmm. All right. Michael Schlecht, having fun Correct. picturing Kathy Griffin's jumbling malumbas. <laughs> also, listeners, sign up for Fantasy Football. The yes, he is the commissioner. So as I said, I'm gonna end the I'm gonna end the sign up after the show is done live tonight. Did Good. you see what he's referencing, by the way? No. Well, I'll play it on Sunday, and don't worry, it's not graphic because it's from behind. But Kathy Griffin, yes, that Kathy Griffin, tweeted out my reaction to the the Manafort Cohen uh, cases or whatever, you know, the the guilty plea and the the guilty findings for uh, and the guilty verdict for Manafort. And she's just in front of an open window at maybe a hotel room or a house, and she's topless and just shaking it. And it looks like Carrot Top from behind. Because oh, she grew out her hair, so it's not just that like weird elf hair. Now it's like full-blown Carrot Top kind. Oh, God. It's Carrot Top clown Why mop. are they? Oh, my God. They're getting such... This, this impeachment blue balls is going to be so bad after this. It's like you tell them that this is unrelated to Russia, and they just can't compute. Yeah. Um, Ben Tollinson, I'm in a Canadian province north of Montana. Always work on Sundays. Cheers. Thank mm. you, Ben. We appreciate that. So that would be uh, Alberta or Sask- Saskatchewan? I'm guessing. I don't know. I don't know Canadian. Let me look at the map. Keep going. Yeah, dare. Hey, so Chicago burns. Everyone loses their minds and they get a cool nickname. Peshtigo. Is that am I saying that right? Wisconsin know. burns with more damage and everyone collectively says, where the hell is that? I don't even know if I said it right. I'm sorry if I didn't do Pokemon 917, Matt, thanks for the video on the Chapel Hill mob taking down Silent Sam. It saddens me that mob rule happened at my alma mater. Thanks mm. for providing the same voice. Matt yeah, always provides the same one. What a stupid case that was, man. And um, That was a good video. And it, it's just frustrating that I, it seems like there's a lot of reaction of like, you know, well, like I saw people, the Huffington Post coverage said they tore it down because there was never any action taken. They've been trying for years. Yeah, try harder. You had a school you had a school board that was willing to hear your case. They were pretty receptive to it. You're going to have to go through the state legislature, but guess what? By law, that's the route you got to take. Convince the legislature. Yeah. The, I know it takes longer than the mob is willing to put up with, but it really bugged me that they call the school white supremacist. It's like it's out of the school's hands. Right. Right. Okay? They they mostly agree with you, it seems like. Yeah, God. we've let these crazy mobs of millennials that know nothing just take over. Yeah. Um Big LC, we had major fires around Melbourne, mm. Australia in 2009. See what I did there? 1.1 million acres burned, 180 people died, 2,000 wow. houses destroyed, hot enough to melt cars. The city smelled like a wood fire for weeks. Damn, I didn't know that. Damn. Um, nonpartisan media, match with them, Matt, lie to the girl, bang them. <laughs> and then when you're leaving, say, vote Trump, two terms, two scoops, and two genders. <laughs> 
<laughs> just just leave before she wakes up and leave a MAGA hat behind. Yeah, that's yeah, really. yeah, that, leave a calling card MAGA hat. And then hopefully um, you didn't get her pregnant because so, you had a gender-neutral <laughs> child. Um, message deleted. No, no. Thank you. P. Harvey or P. Harv says, Matt, you're finally drinking a decent beer. Um, you know, I'm I got this represent. actually from a, a, a listener slash patron who came in through town and visited me. It is um, it is from St. Paul, Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. I don't know my my state codes. It's at MN represent. Yes. Yeah, I'm surprised Dirt you recognize it. It's from Surly. It's in St. Paul, but it's the first Ave edition of whatever their first Ave beer is. And it's all right. Um, but yes, it, uh, it was a very kind listener or patron who came through Bozeman and we went and got some nice dinner and he left me with this beer. Oh, that's so Otherwise, nice. was it, it the be... one that I hung out with? Correct. Yeah, oh, super same cool, one. Super cool. Yeah. Um, BB is back, just stuffing dollar bills in our BB Soros. Our that's <laughs> yeah, totally. Thank yeah. you, BB. No note, but we appreciate always it, appreciate baby. your support. Um, well alerts. If you change selection, it goes to sixty-six percent chance you get the car. I don't understand this. I nodded like yeah. I, I guess I don't understand the 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 premise. Is he saying? I'd have to revisit it because I'm not sure I understand the choice, really. Is he saying you opened one door and now what is the probability that you choose the car if you open one of the remaining two? Yeah. Or is, okay. Because to me, that's 50-50. You know that there's a goat in a car remaining. You have a one out of two shot because you're not going to pick the same door because there's a damn goat behind it. Yeah. You guys are frazzling my woman brain, but apparently this so, is Maybe there's something I'm missing uh, as far evil, as what the choice is. Nine says this timeline sucks. Nuke everything and start over. I hear you. <laughs> I'm with you. Um, and then one more, two more. Raggle Fraggle. I forgot you guys need to talk about front hole. We'll talk about that on Sunday. Oh afterwards. God, do we have to talk about that? I did hear Shapiro so talking gross. about that. Front hole. Yeah. Front. That means that then that applies to both. Both can be a front hole. Is that or is it just women parts? It's just women parts. Oh, I thought it was supposed to be gender neutral. Maybe I misunderstood. No, they're saying that vagina is sexist, and so they're they're just going to call the vagina the front. Oh well, what was the name for a dick then? I don't know. <laughs> front pole, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> a lyric firm in between the chorus light and the fantasy football mat is lucky. His ideas carry his personality more than his tastes. Love you guys. You make mail delivery bearable. Thank you, lyric. Oh. Mail delivery. Appreciate it. I don't, I don't know. I, it seems like maybe it would be a cool job. Yeah. I had a friend who worked for FedEx for a while. I think he didn't really mind it. Or like being actually, a postal um, he, service person, like an on-foot postal service person. He would deliver to John Mayer's house out in Paradise Valley. Out really? Here. I heard that yeah. guy's a dick. Uh, you know, he, he and Katy Perry would hang out at this hotel that's not far from here. Yeah, back when Katy Perry was hot, too, like before she got um, She just grew feminist. her hair back. Uh, yeah, before feminist disease took over. All right, we're good for now. Okay. Uh, um, Rack. Rack is up next. Rack, you're good to go if you're ready. Ski doggy after that. Hey, guys. Front pole. <laughs> <laughs> What's on your mind? Uh, so I have two different topics. Uh, I guess I could bring up here. Uh, I, what do you want to pick? You want to pick a state migration talk or migration talk that involves like fake news or news that's not told fake news. Unless Matt, uh, sure. I, I take, take your pick. I defer. Um, I don't know. So 
I guess I'll go with the uh, the news the news one. So this was uh, you know about the caravans a while back, and I guess I'm really late to the punch, but I feel this may be relevant in the future here. You know, you never know. Um, and I remember them talking a lot about how the um, Honduras situation with the migrants is always like, well, it's our government, you know, our government put policies in place that cause the uh, their countries to suffer, and therefore mm. they're coming, right? So my thought process behind that is like, okay, where was the media to tell me that this was happening? You mean the conflict yeah, that led to their fleeing, basically? Yeah, if we ha- if our government did something that caused their country to suffer, right. our news never told us, and therefore our government was never held accountable for their actions. And then they come to our border and we have to bear the res- the responsibility of our government's actions of a news that was, I guess, not complicit, not a good word, is it? Um, Just, you, uh, you, I get what you're saying. A, a, a news um, a news outlet that was negligent, I suppose you yeah. could say. Yeah. Exactly. So isn't it, it's supposed to be the media's job to hold our government accountable, but they don't. And then we're punished for it. Yeah, not them, because of course they all live in their gated communities and are shielded exactly, from exactly. such a thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, like, I don't know. I just like it hit. It hit me a, a few, a few months, like a month ago. Well, I like, I don't know that I even but, buy the premise. I'd have to think about this. It's not something I've thought about. But where do you stand on that premise, blonde? That like, or or rack? If you have an answer for this, um, that if we do damage to a country militarily or economically or however we meddle with them. Do we then have an obligation to take their people in, especially unvetted? Like this caravan was unvetted, man. Like refugees are vetted at least, at least if you do it through a legal process. No, I mean, we've got to stop messing with other countries, but uh, absolutely not. We can't be taking unvetted pissed off folks from other countries, irrespective of what we yeah. do in other countries, we can't do it. I think, think about think about in the Europe Europe's history how many countries like took in refugees from other European countries that they screwed over at some point or other. No, that you, I mean maybe that happened, but I you know you never heard really heard much about it. Jeez, uh, in, in history book in history books. Uh, so that was a uh, that was that. Uh, I don't know how much time do I got left here. Like have to negative it one yeah. minute. If you got a, if you got a <laughs> final thought, go for it though. Uh, okay. No, okay, real real quick. So state migration uh, issues. I say we adopt Switzerland's policy of your neighbors have to approve of your, you stay in there. Uh, and if they don't, they can kick you out. So that gets rid of are all you, California. Are you talking about interstate? That, that's what you mean? Yeah, interstate migration. Uh, the neighbors have to approve you and you don't get to vote for the next first five years. Just like... Uh, just like so- hmm. or, I'd have to think about it. I don't know. I mean... Hmm. That's all. Thanks for coming. All right. Thank you, man. All right. I have a good one. I think that's complicated because, like, we all cooperate for national defense, you know, at the federal level. If I don't know. I'd have to think about that. That seems a little bit too uh, heavy-handed to me to be like, you can't necessarily move to a state that you want to, and then you're going to not be able to vote once you get there in that state. I don't know. I mean, if we balkanize, we're going to have some some things to talk yeah, if, about if you're sovereign countries like separate sovereign countries for sure yeah yeah but with the ideological the, the chasm between the left and the right ideologically like i just don't really see a future in which we can well, go yeah there. i don't want to go there and i don't well some of them do clearly want to come here as i said i don't know if it's people who want to escape the nonsense of california Yeah, but what if you could live to... in montana and it was like a sovereign 
country? Well, um, probably be all right, but I do worry that that my state is one of those states, I believe, that definitely gets more tax benefit than it pays in. You know, like in terms of the the federal return we get, it's it's quite good. I'm not saying Montana couldn't sustain on its own, but I do know that I think we're one of those states that gets a good deal out of the federal government, basically. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's just a fantasy of mine to live in a state where you could vet every single citizen in the state. It's just one big castle with a castle wall and a moat yeah. and alligators around the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Ski Dog, are you there? Hey, guys. How's it going tonight? Good, I how saw are you? I saw you had sent to me earlier today, and I, this will give you your time, so I'm not taking up your time, but... I, I watched um, Lanny Davis, lawyer for Michael Cohen on the Today Show this morning, going off about uh, everyone go to michaelcohentruth.com to support Michael Cohen and donate to his legal defense. Turns out, at least according to what Ski Doggy sent me, that website was not even registered, wasn't a thing. So somebody, correct me if I'm wrong, claimed it and it redirects to support Trump's yeah. campaign now? I just checked it five minutes ago. That's what I was going to talk to you guys about. That's um, hilarious. Little comic relief right now. Yeah, it takes you right to Donald Trump's site. And like, it's Michael Cohen Truth. Let me double check this. Yeah, MichaelCohenTruth.com. Okay. Oh Jesus, he was yeah, a. I definitely a want to talk about attorney, this on Sunday. Right? Yeah, I, I, yep, yep. I figured you'd appreciate it, so uh, I'd send it along. <laughs> what was he doing? Because he must have said it. That's what was so annoying about his interview on NBC this morning. Is he must have said it three or four times. That's MichaelCohenTruth.com. MichaelCohenTruth.com. Like he's some. He's, it's like you're you're the guy's criminal attorney. Why are you promoting him for money? Uh, that's just weird. <laughs> well, he's already got a GoFundMe with over $100,000. <laughs> of course. This is what these people do. They hated that guy two months ago, and they're like, well, he hates Trump now, so I'm going to bankroll his GoFundMe. The, the smartest thing Omarosa could do is not sell books. It's just start a GoFundMe. Yeah, right. Really. Oh, I know, I know. And, and Jared Holt is on Twitter going about how bad this is, but he didn't say anything about... Uh, Oh, what's the name of that crazy FBI agent who was sleeping around on his wife? and Strzok. Peter Strzok? Yeah, Peter Strzok. I always have a hard time with his name. Yeah, his GoFundMe, well, he hasn't hit half a million yet. It's slowed down. It's it's finally, it's it's hovering right at about 140,000 and 440,000. And I'm like, yes, finally, it's tapered off. So uh, God. hopefully- You have to think, million. what kind of incentive does Cohen have to take help from a Clinton attorney? I mean, they're they're going to protect the shit out of him. Oh, I know, I know. That's my biggest question: is why are you dealing with the Clintons? I mean, this is ju this just doesn't make well, sense. Well, first of all, because he's a shifty liar. Yeah, he is. He is. And unless course, unless he makes a claim against Trump, then he's a hundred percent trustworthy. Like this claim right, that Trump ordered right. him to violate the law. Exactly. That's a hundred percent rock solid, lock tight, for sure happened. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not a lawyer, but everything I've been reading, it's like his job as a lawyer is to tell his client, wait a minute, if you do this, you're going to go to jail because it's illegal. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just, you don't nod your head and sit there and say, yeah, we can go ahead and do that. I mean, that is true. Go. Like, yeah, and he would have to acknowledge either criminal intent or just being a really crappy yeah. lawyer. To yeah, but it doesn't matter if he's going to take a deal. Yeah, well, if, it's, if, it's, if, if he's yeah. not going to get any time, then he could be like, yeah, I definitely had criminal intent. Yeah. yeah, I know. I mean, Ben Shapiro's running around going, great, they're going to finally bust Trump. But uh, Ben does That's not because like Ben Shapiro has a huge ego and he has oh, exactly. to get validated with this never oh, exactly. Trump bullshit. Exactly. I, God, I like that guy little ben. sucks. I like he, little Shapiro boy. I really do. I mean, but there are times I look at him and I'm like, Ben, dude, come on, man. You can't afford to uh, uh, you can't afford to take the moral high ground when you're when you're fighting a life or death battle. He I'm was sorry. way off on Twitter this morning. I did listen to him today and he was a little more measured, but 
he was fighting or disputing the president's claim that this was a witch hunt because yeah. Manafort yeah. was fa- found guilty. And it's like the president is calling Russia collusion a witch hunt, which, by the way, it clearly it is. Clearly I mean, is. Come on. Yeah. yeah. This well, is ben, what they're turning up with after two years of investigating specifically Russian collusion. They, yeah. Something that the IRS should have taken care of. Well, Ben, Ben is an intellectual and he'd rather be he'd rather have the moral high ground to look down at people than be mm. uh, than to win. And there's times you've got to make compromises in everything. I mean, if you actually want to hear about some of the really shady stuff the United States government was, look at the actions Lincoln took during the Civil War. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. Considered one of America's greatest presidents. we so, got to give you the uh, boot. But I did yeah, hear that he uh, changed federal law so that he could make more money on this little little property that he had or part of a railroad he owned, something like that. Lincoln well, did a lot of, of sort of, but actually, no, well, actually marching the troops into Maryland and putting the entire state legislature at gunpoint and said, you're going to vote to stay in the union, right guys? Yep. You're going to vote to stay in the union. And then telling the Supreme court, it's like, well, if you tell me I can't do it, I've got the entire federal army behind me. So hmm. figure the odds. Yeah. So, we yeah, got to let so, you go, but uh, any final thoughts? Uh, no, just everybody check out the website. It's hilarious. So, uh, <laughs> As you Lenny know, Davis said, that's michaelcohentruth.com. Be sure to go there. And give right, generously. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, thanks for calling. Bye. What, did, what a dummy. Like, did, did he think he was going to have it set up or somebody was supposed to set it up and they didn't? It's so weird. We'll talk about it more on Sunday. Frank Underwood is up next. Frank, you there? Hello. What's Hi. on your mind, sir? I'm there. I'm muted, Master Rick. So... If you remember last time, we talked about uh, migration and, uh, and borders. Well, I recall generally, yeah. Yeah, and uh, you asked uh, why uh, Hungary and Poland get to refuse to take the migrants. That's right, I yeah. That I would explain it to you. Yeah, okay, sure. So it's basically that the EU can't force them, because the EU doesn't have any sort of uh, army that's loyal to them, so they can't use force. Mm. And furthermore, they, they can with their, their trade and they can also stop the, uh, the transfer of money going to uh, to these countries okay but i remember last year it was i think it was Orban when when uh, when they were threatening to to fuck with the trade and stuff and uh, he said uh, that hungary will endure any economic downturn instead of taking any migrant so then hmm. basically so it's technically, Hungary and Poland are breaching their terms or their agreement with the EU. It's just there's no, there aren't, there isn't a lot of teeth to that agreement, basically. Yeah, I mean, I think that they realize that they'll they'll be better off in the long term, even if they have some kind of sanctions placed on them, because their demographic uh, situation won't be totally destroyed. So even if they have to face some immediate financial consequences, it'll be fine. Yeah, and you have to remember the history of this country also, because they have. Uh, been invaded by the Turks and the Muslims uh, several times the last like 500 years. I think Is it that was Hungary or Poland or both. So they're like not again. <laughs> both. So both. Okay. I, I think, mean, I... Uh, it was uh, 1670 that the uh, yeah. Polish king, I think it was John the Third or something, that won the Battle of Vienna and uh, started driving the Turks out of Europe. Hmm. So we got to give you the boot. They... Do you have any final thoughts? Well, just finally, they were also invaded by like the Germans during the Second World War and then occupied by the Soviets. So there you have it. They're wow. tough folks. Yeah. 
that know what's up. Yeah. yeah. I'm always fascinated by that flip since World War II, how now Germany's like, please invade us, everyone, please invade yeah. us. And now Poland's like, fuck off. Yeah. Nobody's exactly. coming in here. Yeah. 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 yeah All right. It's the same as Japan. They were, they were beaten so badly that they turned into hentai loving pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick aside, tell me what happened with Nobita over at Finding Love in Japan. Oh, so Nobita put up this video yesterday and he was like, never do this to anybody ever again. He was talking about how his family had been threatened and he had to take a bunch of his videos down. Some of them got put in limited state. So I looked through his videos. Every video about black people that he's done, gone. And he was like really upset. You know, he's talking about how like the feeling of rage that he had when his family had been threatened and how he has to censor himself. And then I, you know, tweeted about that or gabbed about that. Um, I wrote him an email. But he didn't respond to him like, hang in there, man. And then he took the video down. And so now he's just kind of sitting it out. But I think he's gotten because of his video with Black Lives Matter and his video three reasons, three questions I have for black people. I think he started getting uh, like a series of violent threats from black people. <sighs> Sucks. Yeah. All right. Thank well, you, Frank. I wouldn't fuck too much with the uh, Nobita because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I love that guy so much. Although I think maybe he does, so I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give. You are fake news. Fake news Very fake. News. I think he gives a fuck now. I know. I I did. Let me know in the live chat if anybody has uh, his previous videos that he did about getting attacked mirrored anywhere because mm. nothing's up there anymore. And I only saw the two minute one that he put up yesterday. Mm. He's scrubbing his channel. It's it's no good. Bummer. Thank you, Frank. Thanks, dude. Stay around. Yeah, that sucks. That guy's so hilarious. Sad. And actually, he's well-intentioned. Like, he does express himself bluntly, but as his, like, hour-long video with those Black Lives Matter activists shows, he wants to discuss, and he's, he's open to being challenged. He's getting some written about him, too. Oh, God. Um, yeah, leave Nobito alone. Nobita. Nobita. Yeah, that guy, that, that guy is hilarious. I love he has Anna. Yeah. Evil Zombie Toe. Keep us on the clock because I'm already we got an hour to go and plenty of callers left. So, okay. Evil zombie tell you're good to go if you're ready. Fantastic. What's going on, guys? We are all right. What's on your mind? Like, so, um, earlier was kind of brought up about privatizing the school system. South mm -hmm. Africa actually has that. Um, and truancy, if you skip enough days, they just expel you. Like the state doesn't get involved, but the state will kind of regulates uh, what gets taught. Mm. The curriculum and all that. Mm. Um, oh, I love the sound the, of that. That was great. Mm, wonderful. Um, but so I was talking to my dad last week, who still lives down there. Um, backstory: I still live in Texas. I got the fuck out when I could. But the whole uh, land expropriation without compensation. There's more to that. That's just kind of the talking point that people are bringing up because that's what's going to get uh, governmental support. The amendment to the Constitution doesn't say land. His property. So it this is for yeah, a for an extra layman like me. This means the the seizure of land or property from white people to redistribute to black people. Is it really that simple, or is there something else in play? Yeah, it's it's that. But property can be defined as you know your house, your vehicle, your clothes, your business, anything you own, because it's right. That and this in line with uh, what ANC leaders have said over the last few months, you know, communism yeah. will work. We just haven't implemented it properly. Right. Oh, my God. The ANC the doesn't even have a plan for what they're going to do with the farms that they're taking. They're like, well, we'll, we'll yep. figure it out. But there's no skilled labor that's going to be able to maintain 
uh, maintain the crops. Right. You, you so can't, there's yeah. going to be mass starvation. I'm 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 you, going to make a video about why I don't care that a million African millions of Africans are starving to death. Hmm. Yeah, it's like if you if you gave me farmland tomorrow and they're like, here you go, Matt, time to earn your wealth. Like maybe in a few years and a lot of YouTube video how to's, maybe I'd get there. <laughs> but right now I'm like, what do I do? Like dig holes in the ground and put seeds in it yeah. and water it? What what do right. I do? Right. I don't but but in that time your land goes to shit, so it doesn't matter what you've learned because you're starting from scratch anyway. Yeah. yeah. And they're gonna there's gonna be a massive call for aid, and then we have such short memories that there are gonna be all these all these campaigns with like pictures of bloated starving african babies and the left is going to be like we have to help africans we have to help people from south africa no none of that we're going to do yeah. it though I, I can almost i can see it i can see and it. what's the reasoning it's just apartheid or, or why why are they yeah. doing yeah. this oh, yeah it's a it's it's the the term that's been coined as white capital monopoly which is white capital that. monopoly and think about this right. Think about this. This is the this is uh, the thing that I that fascinates me about South Africa. And again, my understanding is is limited, but they are basically legislating to protect a ninety percent majority from a ten percent minority. It goes to show just how far this white oppression narrative will go. Yeah, it could be ten percent of people, and they still say, "Well, white people have all the power." Okay. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Because they're Fine. claiming they own that much monopoly, that cap, that much capital, <laughs> that much land, and it's like, well. No, not if you look at it. <laughs> I mean, just look at the actual numbers. They disprove your narrative, but yeah, it's it's not about facts. Mm. Oh god. Anyway, we got to give you the boot. Any final thoughts? Uh, things are still going amazing with that girl, so I'll keep you updated. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good. Cool. Congratulations. Right, Thank you, man. Bye. Yeah. Have a good evening. Duh, they're gonna get theirs though. It's sad. It's it's really. It, is it sad though? I'm not sad about it. It really well, just, pisses me just off. Just on simple human terms, yeah. The cost of it is sad, but do uh, do I agree with your premise that they're setting themselves up for this? Yeah, absolutely. I just they know they know that this is what's going to happen. But the thing that's sad to me is it's not just the people who are designing this that are going to face consequences. It's innocent kids. It's people who had nothing to do with this. It's 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 their interest are... in revenge for things long past. It trumps their interest in protecting the lives of people in their country. That that amazes me. Yeah, it absolutely but that's not that's, that's so not... short sighted. I'm not saying that all the people that are going to starve to death deserve it. But yeah. if we want to stop this cycle, which just happened in Zimbabwe, formerly Rhodesia, if we want to stop this cycle, we have to stop giving, especially African countries, foreign aid. I don't see why we need to give any country any foreign aid. Why? I generally, I mean, I've become fairly isolationist over time, and uh, yeah, I generally agree with that. It just makes me fucking And don't forget that yeah, they are is. slaughtering white people there. It's not like, oh, please leave. They're like raping babies and starting people on fire. Well, you know, they, you got to get them for apartheid. It was <laughs> even though, well, not nobody, but most people alive had nothing to do with that and did not live under that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Natty Melt, you're going to go if you're ready. Better also as well. There you go, Jared Holt. She endorsed apartheid. Yes, I I absolutely did. The literacy rate was way higher. The life expectancy was 10 years longer. Quality of life in every quantifiable term was much, much better. Like, what, what do you want me to say here? Apartheid was bad. It was bad. We got to yeah. seize the property. <laughs> we got to redistribute it. Natty Mel, you're good to go. Hey, what's up? Hey. What's on your mind? Um, I want to talk about the front hole. <laughs> okay, go for it. <laughs> Are they called it's front hole hats now? 
wrong. So. It's wrong. It's not even right biologically. Women have three holes. Yeah, it's the middle hole. It's the middle hole. We have oh, the Oh yeah, there. okay. And then we have yeah. the vagina. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> and you know, if you exclude the butthole, which is, you know, both genders, then it's the back hole. Exactly. It yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. You can't call it the back hole for obvious reasons, but the front hole is the pee hole. You are correct. Wow, this has taken a weird turn, hasn't it? <laughs> I just needed to point that out to somebody. And I, I saw that tweet with, um, oh man, what's her name? Kathy Griffin? Is that her yeah. name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The topless dancing. I tweeted out was, holy crap, the new It movie looks terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, I definitely would not see that one. Where did this this front hole thing come from? I don't even know the source on this. I was just reading about who said it, but I don't even remember. Let's see. Some people whining about, oh man, who was it? I don't even remember. Huge meme all of a sudden. Uh, a popular online health information website. San Francisco-based medical site Healthline, a competitor of WebMD. So discount WebMD. Yeah, really. Uh, the competitor to WebMD that nobody's heard of. And it's the LGBTQIA safe sex guide. What is that? Intersex? Uh, uh, LGBT. Okay. Asexual. Que queer. Intersex. It must is be it asexual. Intersex? Yeah. Asexual. QIA. Oh, here what it is. What the fuck is queer? Les okay, so lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, queer, intersex, and asexual. You're right. I went off this ride. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, you have any final thoughts, Natalie? I don't. I, I don't understand what they're trying to achieve by wanting to change. Because yeah. some men, because the the uh, vagina is an inherently like gendered term, and some men have them. That's why they went with this. No, so, there's two genders. I don't understand. <laughs> so if you use front hole to only talk about women, then eventually front hole is also going to be a gendered term that's what i'm gonna get it's like that that man ha has a front <laughs> hole oh my god why is this complicated imagine you know you wonder how you're gonna teach your kids this sort of stuff when the time comes imagine trying to teach them this like imagine trying to teach your when you're trying to teach your kids like the sex talk when i don't know when they're what the 10 years old or something the middle hole of the woman of the women yeah Whammon. The so, front yeah. hole of the whammon. The 2018 <laughs> slogan. On, this is for so ridiculous. <laughs> oh, tired. it's so funny though. I can't. Ugh. All right. Well, thanks for the call. Thanks for calling. Let's what? talk to... Is it because front hole could also be... Could also refer to a man's urethra? Well, that's what I thought. I thought they were using it for both. Like front hole just meant genitals because there's a hole in both. But oh, I think I think you guys that are must right. Mean, th that no, that I, must be what it is because they want to make it a gender no, neutral term. That makes no, no, you're, no. In it says right here in this guide, whenever we use the medical term vagina, we'll also include front hole as a clinically as clinically recommended by researchers at the BMC Pregnancy and Childbirth Journal. So it's not about penises. It says we will choose the word front hole or internal genital instead of vagina. Alternatively, you know, some trans women may say strapless or girl dick for penis. <laughs> okay. 
Admin Voss is up next. Uh, Mr. Voss. Howdy. How are you guys doing tonight? We are all right. Talking about our front holes. That's all. Jesus. What about? (laughs) We need to figure out the whole terminology with these orifices. Orifici. (laughs) Yeah. Soon enough. (laughs) We'll get there. Yeah. What's up, dude? Uh, I don't know if you guys paid attention much to the VMAs. No, I just saw I, like, Nicki Minaj's ass, and I was like, "Yeah, that's it." I just saw I, pictures. I saw somebody got up there with a "fuck the wall" shirt and virtue sig. I mean, who the I never tuned into these celebrity award shows before, but I sure as hell won't now. And I saw the ratings for the VMAs were all time low. At least that's what I saw reported. Uh, yeah, that's about right. The rapper who came up with the "fuck the wall" shirt and a bunch of illegal immigrant children was called Logic. Um, yeah, that's right. Which kind of ironic. Uh, generally, though, like as an overview, there was a lot of black people offended at this particular VMAs for a multitude of reasons. One, Madonna was supposed to pay tribute to the lately passed Aretha Franklin, uh-huh. which she kind of just mentioned in passing. She had a whole speech, and the tie-in to Aretha Franklin was, oh, by the way, I was supposed to do a song. I auditioned for it, but they, they had Aretha Franklin do it instead, and that was it. Okay. A lot of people on Twitter were very upset about that. I've seen some pretty hot takes. I'm, I, I pretend to be hip, so I listen to a hip hop podcasts, and ah. there's some interesting theories going around. One being that some of these white rappers, these Yakubians, these creations, <laughs> are actually industry plants. That, that being, uh, I guess, artists being propped up by these evil whites in the industry who want to tear down the strong African flow. I don't I don't I don't really get it why they would feel the need to prop these people up. But uh yeah, that's a prevailing theory hmm. in the hip hop community. Post Malone specifically, a lot of people were pretty happy that his jet had its tires blown out. A lot of people were saying, Fuck him, he smells like Doritos or something. <laughs> He kind of looks like it. Is this like what the kids are into? Like the VMAs cannot be a cool thing for. I don't think Generation Z that they're all like getting together. Like, watch the Video Music Awards. Video Music. I Awards. never did this stuff when we were like eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Did you? I never cared uh, about that stuff. I mean, we used to have Oscar parties. Uh, I never did that. That I would be pretty you, gay. It's yeah. more about the musicians that get featured rather than the whole thing. A lot of people on Twitter like to posture like they actually watched it, but they either seen highlights or went off other people's tweets. Yeah. Most people cared about Nikki, Cardi B, you know, the the other rappers. Why? These but... women are trash. Is this what what is considered good music these days? And I reiterate, yeah. Nicki Minaj's ass. Everybody Google it right now. <laughs> From the VMAs? All right, we got to wrap this up, though. Yeah, yeah we got to give you the boot. Um, and Skag, you should Google that. You Is it from thoughts? this event? Nicki Minaj ass VMAs? That's yeah. At any period of time. It's terrible. Ugh. I know. What? I know. She's just wearing like a little thong what? and then, like, a layer on top. Anyway. Dude, this thing is like, this. it's gigantic. Yeah, and like not in that a That looks way. artificial. It is artificial. Okay. There was a lot of Good. weird asses on display during the VMAs, so if you have a chance, Google other at. Well, not that specifically, but just VMA highlights, I guess. 
Or maybe don't. You'd get cancer. Oh, God. Oh, God. I can't look right. away. Thanks I don't find this appealing, but I can't stop. All right, thank you. <laughs> See you guys. And, and the fact that she thought that it like looked good enough to display it out there. It's, it's just so proportionally wrong that it's like, I know, I know, and yeah. I like Kim Kardashian too. Huh? Yeah. See, I don't, I don't. Uh, that's that's not my thing. I don't think that's really. I'm not. A, I'm not a Kim guy. No, it's I just, just like her because she brought awareness to the Armenian genocide, and because she's married to Kanye West. Ah. Uh, Paul, you're good to go. Oh, hang out a second. Clash of Champions is up next. Good night, guys. Oh, there you go. Hey. What's on your mind? Hey. Oh, mate, what a week it's been, hasn't it? I know. Hmm. Um, listen, I just a couple of topics that I wanted to talk about. Um, I found it funny that the Cohen trial isn't going to be happening till after December. Funny that the... December twelfth. Now tell me, why is that an important winter? Winter midterms, huh? It's like they yeah. want to keep it going you know until then you know what else i heard i heard speculation today too that the muller muller's report is going to come out in october wow what convenient timing you impartial prosecutor yeah Yeah, and also too um i heard obama got fined for for effort and fifty thousand dollars yeah yeah campaign violations and so it's only a fine so when yeah cohen's going i this hush money you know, it should be just a fine, if anything. Yeah, yeah the campaign and, finance thing is bullshit. And you think that if they had anything else, it would be front and center. This just shows me that they don't have anything and the left is just squealing with delight. But I'm like, this is really validating for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that, that Molly incident is so sad. Oh, I know. Um, and I agree. I, I agree. I, what I find the politicizing about the, um, the status of the murderer, you know, it's, it's just it, it's murder. Yeah. You know, and you know, whatever his history is, it doesn't take it away that what he's done is it murdered a young girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, but that's that's kind of my problem is a lot of these and I don't know if that's what you're getting at, but a lot of the news report makes the news reporting I see makes it sound like, well, it was a murder, but we have murder every day. But Blonde and I were discussing that earlier. Murder between citizens is a necessary consequence of the freedom that people have a right to hear to be here have our freedom to interact with each other. That's we've kind of uh, established as a society. We accept the risk that we might kill each other because we want the freedom to move about freely for somebody who's not here legally. That's a risk that we didn't agree to assume as a society. It's not part of the social contract. We didn't agree to allow this person in our country. They're not here legally. So anything that they do is outside of the scope of what we have already agreed as a society is an acceptable risk that is punishable. Yeah, exactly. It's outside the risk that we signed up for, that we agreed to accept. Yeah. 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 Well, we've got an uh, interesting um, couple of cases here in Australia. Um, We had a 26-year-old international student who was having sex with a 15-year-old and he was given six months good behaviour mm. while an Australian man who sent illicit photos to three teen girls got 17 months jail. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. We, don't, we don't have what you call that um, cardinal knowledge here. Um, okay. So the age of consent. And yeah, and, and of course, the international student was said, "Oh, I thought you were 18. Hmm. <laughs> Bullshit. 
It's such <laughs> no. bullshit. We got to let oh, you go. But, you know, oh, there is yep. this kind of miscarriage of justice, this disproportionate punishment. We can see this with uh, the five Muslims with the compound that got bailed on a signature bond, basically no bail. And then Manafort is looking at the life in prison for white collar crime. It's like there's no there's no consistency. This is totally incoherent sentencing. I got some I got an email from Jesse who gives us messages sometimes to play on the show, but he was talking to me about or mentioning some just the way New Mexico law is structured and that this judge's hands might have actually been kind of tied. I don't know if that's true or not, but he's from New Mexico and he's got a lot of knowledge on this case. So maybe he'll he'll send us a message about it. But I think there's something part of that story is like New Mexico's laws are really screwy on this yeah. issue. Mm. All right, and my final thought, uh, I'm going to call these the equator equalization. Um, I'm waiting to see when the LBDQ community uh, go and support these pedophile priests because they're trying to normalize pedophilia through their MAPS campaign. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Thank you, man. All Thank right, bud. Have a Bye. good day. Ciao. All right. Um, we Can gotta... you picture him? What What do you picture? I picture like him a amongst very... a bunch of kangaroos. I picture Crocodile Dundee. Of it's course. like so stereotypical in my <laughs> mind. I, I picture, picture him taking a break from his dinner at Outback Steakhouse. You know? Yeah, really. From throwing <laughs> meat to crocodiles and then he, he goes outside <laughs> and there's a kangaroo who's barbecuing shrimp. Yeah. He's eating a blooming onion right now. <laughs> so the, the national food of Australia, drinking a Foster's too. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Paul. Um, uh, we have maybe a dozen or so patron callers to get through. Do you want to take a break now or should we keep going? Uh, let's keep going. Okay. We have a uh, dozen patron callers. We got a Yeah. So keep, keep on the clock. All right. All Crack right. the whip. Clash of champions is up next. Mike is muted. Let's try crow in the meantime. Hey, crow. Hey, crow. I see the mic lighting up, but I don't hear anything. Do you? Okay. Hello. Oh, there hey. you go. There he's. Oh, my phone was screwing up. Uh, uh, sorry. I, I, um, Clash of Champions, I guess, was first. So let's do Clash first, and then we'll get you after Crow. Is that cool? Okay. Um, what's on my mind? Mine is about. I'm talking about you know the Molly Tidbits issue. Sure. This one is this one is less to do with the legacy media and more to do with the social media quote unquote activists going on right now. Because hmm. right now, what's going on is they're not blaming their Basically, what they're doing is they're trying to make spin a narrative that that um, it's male violence that's the issue, not illegal immigrants. Essentially, of course, what yeah. They're, yeah. Essentially, they're saying, yeah, no, you can't. Essentially, they're saying you can't pin you can't pin one illegal against all of the illegals in the world. But ooh, look out for the evil man. Yeah, you hear that one. That's evil. He's a man. He's an evil man, and he might kill you. <laughs> and all, but in all seriousness, no, this no, or but in all seriousness, um, what I believe is the whole reason they're doing this is because he's not white. Because wasn't there another story that was on that some dude killed his whole family? It was a white guy. He's from yeah, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. So because you know one guy isn't white and the other guy is an illegal immigrant. They can't pin it on white people because if that dude was white, the networks would be, the legacy media would be all up and down it. They'd be posts for weeks talking about white privilege and systemic racism and living in a society. And They'd be combing and through his Facebook to find out if he got a picture with a MAGA hat on you know, yeah, or something oh, like totally. that. 
Okay. I do. I do actually. Like I do have a Facebook post that I can post on the roll call group if that's an issue. Like, is is that a problem? Uh, no, not in the well. The roll call wouldn't be the right spot for it, but we do have like uh, general text or just like links, uh, chats in the in the server here. Oh, in the server. Okay. Yeah. So should I go for what general or oh, general text? All right, I'll go ahead. Well, we, I probably we probably can't do it right now if that's what you mean because well, we're we're tight on time. But if you got a final thought, go for it. Well, my thought is, yeah, they are blaming this on they 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 what they really do is what the left or at least the quote unquote activists are doing are trying to blame this on, they're trying to just look for something to blame. That's really what they're trying to do at the end of the day. So yeah. because they can't do it on white people, they have to do it on all men. Yeah, and, and, and illegals are, is, are you know, forever protected. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you know, see Elizabeth yeah, of course, Warren. Of course, as yeah. long as you're either not, as long as you're illegal or you're not white, you're going to get protected automatically. Hmm. That's how I see things. Yeah. And I just don't, honestly, I just, been mainly just watching and getting a bit getting really entertained by what's going on despite the fact that i just got deleted off of facebook for mentioning this <laughs> all right we got to wrap it up there but uh but have right, a good night right. appreciate it thanks for calling right, you too. okay crow if you're good to go I go am. for it what's hey, on your mind Hi. well I was, I was gonna talk about molly Tibbetts, but uh I think everybody's got that covered. Uh, well, if you got something to add, Talking go for it. Well, I mean, I guess there's the the idea, I think Way of the World or Black Pigeon Speaks talked about the Europeans having this pathological or suicidal altruism. Yeah. And mm. that the cultural Marxists, you know, in the universities take advantage of it. Um, and then, um, you know, the whites are basically the only group that fall for it. And I, I think maybe one of the reasons someone like Molly Tibbetts, um, you know, um, might have gotten in a situation where she could get killed is because she had this kind of, well, I'm not going to, if I think that this might be a bad situation because he's a person of color, um, I'm going to allow it to, you know, the guy to get Right. That was my thought too, because apparently he, they had some kind of like interpersonal connection. He wasn't a total stranger to her. He was oh, dating one of her friends or something. I just read this today. It, it oh. was unconfirmed. But, it, it, but if I'm, she had kind of a creeper feeling off of him, she might Right, and, she, and he was following her his, for yeah. quite a while. One report I uh, even read that, that like there were a few days where he, he was like stalk like stalking her. Mm, yeah. And and then at the end what what he said was she told him that she was going to call the police if he kept following her. He continued to follow her and then he blacked out and Yeah, I don't know what that means. Like I got so mad I stopped my memory basically. I'm sure I'm sure she he was stalking her for days. She didn't want to be rape it, or racist. She didn't want to appear racist, so yeah, she didn't. Exactly. The alarm bells didn't go off, and then he, you know, he raped her and killed her. Hmm. Although well, I haven't heard anything about a rape, but I, I, I'm almost certain that that was a component in this. Well, he he definitely left a lot of time in his statements to the to the investigators between abducting her and disposing of her body. There's right. a long window of things that could have happened in there. And that don't know a about. stalking situation that is almost certainly going to be a sexually motivated crime. This wasn't right, a robbery. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was a young, beautiful white girl. Right. Uh, well, yeah. Maybe if she was a little less naive, if she had been taught to be suspicious of people like illegal immigrants, then she would have been like, this guy is going to fucking kill me. And maybe right. she would have been armed. She lived in Iowa. She could have had a gun. Why not? Well, I so also sad. have some some uh, updated news about uh, Keith Ellison, the guy. Minnesota, oh yeah, go for it. Congressman, he's running for attorney general in Minnesota. Yeah, uh, there's another charge of sexual assault that came up. Oh no, 
In 2005, a woman named Amy Alexander made a, a 911 call saying she was being assaulted by him. Oh, um, no, she, that's way more credible than the other one. Yeah, yeah. she was. She, her name was redacted in the report, but the, you know, the people figured out who she was. She was a Democratic activist who got involved with him. Um, and then eventually she got bullied by him to leave the state basically. And, and before he ran for Congress, yeah. because he knew this Keith was going to be a too, problem. Huh? Yeah. He's so, too. Yikes. Yep. But the democratic, uh, uh, party in Minnesota endorsed him anyway, and they did it by 82%, but they did it by secret ballot. So brave, right? Yeah. We'll see what they do. I mean, obviously they pushed Al Franken out, not just them, but the forces that be. Uh, so, I mean, it's, that's it, a couple months until he has an election for AG. You know, yeah. It's not, you know, gotta let pressure you go. uh, uh, Really quick, um, do you know the difference between a, a chickpea and a garbanzo bean? I do not. Uh, oh, I guess I don't either. Well, blonde Matt doesn't want to have a garbanzo bean in his belly hole. See you, bye. <laughs> you okay. absolute I son of a it. bitch. I don't know. It's a joke at my expense. That's all I know. <laughs> Bad Wolf Jack. Is up next, or? Oh, he, yeah. he, you, you want a chick yeah. to pee in your belly hole. There it is. Okay. That took me way too long. In my front hole. There it is. Bad Wolf Jack, you're good to go. Hi. You're good to yeah. go if you're ready. Um, I wanted to ask Blonde if she had looked at that link that I sent her about the, uh, the parenting, uh, the doing the homeschooling. Uh, maybe did you send it to my email? Um, I sent it, but it has been a while back. I know I referenced it on the show. Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to watch it. Um, I might have. I actually don't remember. I'm sorry. Give us the recap. Yep. Um, it's just basically it's a podcast talking about how uh these these people who didn't really want to homeschool their kids. They were very hesitant about it, thinking that their kids were going to be weird or that it was going to stunt them socially and all that stuff. And they ended up putting their kids in school for the first part. But then afterwards, they started trying the homeschool thing, and it just it completely changed everything that they were doing. And they became kind of advocates for homeschooling yeah i mean i keep trying to pitch it to my husband but he is roundly rejecting all propositions mm. so it's just it's not gonna you know i can't i can't keep keep out of him about it. It's like <laughs> yeah. no absolutely not um but there's a good charter school in boise so right. yeah any final thoughts uh no that'll be it all right thank oh, you man things are gone all right, we definitely have a good chunk of callers left, and we're we're getting down to the line. So here we are. Might have to go maybe a little rap, more rapid fire here. Okay. Um, so we'll do the best we can. Appreciate everyone's patience. Ovid is up next. You're good to go. It's Ovid, Matt. You're an idiot. Sorry. Actually, you guys, you guys are adorable when you don't understand things. All right. So if you take if if you're a trans woman, right? It, yeah, explain take, this to me, please. You take your penis and you turn it inside out and it makes a hole. You yeah. can't call it a vagina because it's not a vagina. So you just so push it say, really hard 
in so there. Re- oh, so this is to be inclusive whole. to yes. trans women. Yes, replace the word oh. whole with receptacle, and it makes a lot more sense. It's the front <laughs> penis receptacle. Yeah, but it includes like natural biological receptacle. ones, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's the point. It's that it's still technically a hole if it's on a if it's an actual vagina. Oh, that makes is, much more it, sense. It, but medically, actually, that's but, not a vagina, which why, though. Which is why it's phallocentric. That's the thing you gotta understand. You're still gotcha. you're still only judging it by whether or not a penis goes into it, because that's why it's the front hole, and they're not including <laughs> the, the urethra. So okay, it, thank you for clarifying. Against, it's still sexism against women. Yeah. Well, it always is. No matter what it is, it's sexism <laughs> against women. You can count on that. Definitely. All right. Yeah. Peace out. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> thanks, dude. Appreciate it. That's very quick of him. I like that. Uh... E is for educate yourself. Go for it. <laughs> what is on your mind? I bet they're listening back and just heard that front hole talk. Can you, can you guys hear me? I, I can't. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear us all right? Oh, yeah. Now I can hear you. All right. Um, I wanted to see if, you, if anybody's going to Politicon. I don't plan on it. Isn't it? Isn't it past or is it upcoming? Usually, it's in like July. Why can't I? Maybe she can't hear us. When is Politicon happening? Politicon, because it hasn't happened since last year when like Shapiro dated, uh, dated, debated, Jank. Shapiro dating Jank. God, was be. that a whole year oh. ago? Yeah. I, I don't think. I guess she's having some technical issues. Um, Politicon this year is not until October 20th and 21st. I, I, I have no plans to go to it, though. We don't do any. Con. I'm not a fan of conventions. Yeah. yeah. Anything that makes us venture outside of our bedrooms, we're like, nah, man. <laughs> I, <don't laughs> Kinda. Do I like hanging out at my house and commenting on things from afar. Me too. Yeah. And then shutting my computer and going to sleep for 10 hours. And yeah. Well, I don't do that, but, you know. How long do you sleep? uh seven or eight seven or eight but i like to take a half hour afternoon nap where i can yeah yeah um she must be having some technical problems so we'll let her hang out for a little bit joe man oh hey can you hear me now yeah Yeah. i can hear you can hear us oh yeah now i can hear you sorry about that go for it um i was wanting to see if anyone's going to politicon because i was thinking of going but i didn't know if i wanted to spend the money and uh none of my irl friends I have no intent have, to I go, think unfortunately. Going, oh, is she? Yeah, According she, to the live chat. Yeah, that's what she tweeted about it. And of course, all the other, like Ben Shapiro and everybody, Ann Coulter will be there. So I was thinking. Ann Coulter will be there. Yeah. Oh. Do you well, have to get an invitation or can you just show up? You can just show up, but you won't be like a speaker or anything. What, where you, is it? What city? It's in LA. It's at the LA Convention Center, but you have to buy tickets, and they're like a little expensive. So Mm. I was, yeah, I was because they stream most of it too. So then I was like, well, if I could just watch it, but then it would be there too. And so I don't. I mean, Ann Coulter, that changes things. But then I also might have to see Ben Shapiro, and I've talked so much (laughs) shit on him. Did you see on his show today? He went after Riley Dennis because Riley Dennis was talking shit about him. I'm like, yeah. We talk shit about Ben. Come on, Ben. Let's fight. <laughs> Come on, Ben. Come on, Ben. Well, on. You, you would see him, but he wouldn't see you, so you'd be safe. But anyway, I yeah. guess if you were in my position, you're near enough to go, but would you? Uh, if, I, if it was like yeah. in my city, probably, yeah. Okay. You could meet but... Ann Coulter. That would be so awesome. I know it would. That's kind of a big draw. And a yeah. draw. All right. All right. 
We'll let us know if you end up going. Uh, yeah. Let us know how it goes. Obviously, right. it's a ways off, but, you know. Cool, time. thanks. Bye. Thanks. And Coulter, eh? Yep. Joe Man is up next. Maybe if I shook her hand, I could take some of her powers. Um, we will probably, I think for the next, for this, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine patron callers. How is that even to, possible? We're going to have to go rapid. I think we're just going to have to go rapid fire like a minute. Okay. That's, that's going to have to happen. Uh, so Joe Man is good to go. Joe Man. Hey, can you hear me? Hi. Yeah, go for it. All right. Matt and I once made love on Twitter. He retweeted my 280 characters, and it went viral, if you know what I mean. I don't know what you mean. Okay. You guys are gross. You're all gross. <laughs> gross pervs. All right, you have 30 seconds. What's up? It's been a while since I've called in. I've been on that Jordan B. Peterson grind, getting my, getting my life in okay, order, cleaning my room and all that? that stuff, and I'm about ready yeah. to go back to school. So, yeah. System's all broken. I clicked on that sounder like... 30 seconds ago to just play it. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I didn't even hear it. Anyway, Sorry, I'm so, messing up the production. No big deal. Uh, so one of the things that I've been doing is getting in shape. So I'm oh, just uh, curious, like, uh, what are your guys' routines like and what was, like, the worst you ever got before you said, okay, hmm. I've got to do something about this? Yeah. Um. Well, I work out five days a week for an hour and I walk to and from. So I walk like three miles when I'm doing that. So, and it's uphill, but I weigh 125, I'm five foot six. And the fattest I ever got was like 140. It was when I was drinking. So I cut out alcohol and I eat like a really good diet. I lost 15, 20 pounds. Yeah. 140. I was like, all right. This is too fucking fat. <laughs> this is too fat. That's not, that's, and that's hardly that big, really. It's pretty fat. Yeah. But, well, <laughs> well, I do. I, mean, uh, I can I, relate to that. My, I was, my worst was like six foot 195 before I was just like, okay, I got to cut like 20 pounds off. Six it foot 195 is not that. big. That's like, it's, that's my current size is six foot 195. For, for my build, it is. You must be I'm really pretty. slender. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I um currently I do four days a week. I do uh, I work with a trainer in a group setting, so I do like high intensity interval stuff. Uh, I just go down there for like forty five minutes or an hour and come back. I like I like workout programs that are like a good use of time. If I go to the gym by myself, it's fine, but I'll mostly just waste time and like lift weights without being I don't know. Yeah, just I the like intensity the isn't there. And so I I find it works a lot better and it's a better use of time if I work with a trainer and the results are better. Um, so I'm I'm six foot one eighty five now. I've been as slim in recent years as like one eighty five. But the worst I ever got was when I was twenty four or so, working an office job, and didn't, too young to realize I can't eat whatever I want and get away with it. And I was I was still working out, but you know, just mostly like lifting and not any cardio. Well, how about tell us how fat you yeah, are? Yeah, so I got up to like two thirty five. In that range, 230, 235, and now I'm now I'm 195. So yeah, like, and that was in 2013. So I, I lost a good like 30 pounds, 30 plus pounds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, we gotta let you go, but thank you for giving us an opportunity to tell everybody how fat we got. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good one. Thanks, man. Bye. It is fun to talk about. Yeah. That dead eye guy's up next. As I, that's funny. I say we gotta do these rapid fire. I'm like, ooh, a chance to talk about myself. I know. But... <laughs> yeah. All right, that I got. You're good to go. Hey, what's going on, guys? I bring news from the gaming world. Oh, okay. 
but it's relevant blonde. So don't turn your ears off. Yeah. Oh, I'm I feeling already did. what you might want to talk about. I was like gaming world. It, it probably has political implications. Go for it. So there's two there's two uh, subjects here. One of them is Battlefield Five. Yep. They're they're reeling over. Uh, I guess just claiming that all of their audience are just a bunch of woman haters, which is not the case at all. I, I bitched about this to you previously, Blonde. They inserted like female characters in. Oh yeah, in... you sent me the picture of like the formerly hot turned Daiki. Character. Well, that that was Mass Effect, but they did the same thing in this game where they just put in like butch women in war zone settings for my inclusivity. Uh, inclusivity. See, it would have been fine. So here's the problem with it. Like, you know, I I used used to like the Battlefield games, but um, when they released the trailer, they they basically said, "Oh, it's World War II," and everybody's like, "Oh, hell yeah, fucking yes. World War II." Yeah. But they didn't say it was like, "Oh, it's an alternate take, alternate history," you know. And if they had come out with that, people would have been fine with it. It's like, oh, okay, so this is kind of like a wacky take in World War II, fine. And but the trailer was like a one-legged, eye-patched chick with a cricket bat on a World War II battlefield. Yes, R2 Dindu fights for oh the my, allies, basically. Oh my god. So when they get called out for it, they come out saying that their audience was uneducated. Yes. And that one of the Swedish devs didn't want to explain to his daughter that there was no female on the front line. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. And everybody was just like, well, not buying that game. Yeah. Oh and and, and it, I saw analysts saying that pre-orders are down 85%. Ooh. Behind Call of Duty, which is which oh, behind Call of Duty, okay, yeah, which, yeah. The last generation was they were way ahead of Call of Duty, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so it's so a massive drop off. Whatever they're doing, they yeah, their sales are way way down, massively down. All right, and, we got to wrap it up. Sorry, guys, I, yeah. I have to I have to be mean. I'm okay, that's true. She's got I'll a man to cook for. Sorry about that. I'll get to the other one next week, but uh, okay. okay, yeah, that's all I really wanted to say. Oh, Thanks, by the way, man. I released a new new uh, fucking review. So if you like PC games, check out my channel. Oh, cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> Okay. Spencer R. Spencer R. Spencer, you're good to go if you're ready. Then Mafia Guido. Great name. Mafia Guido. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, uh, it's been a little bit. Um, I just kind of wanted to quickly talk about the uh, private education topic. I mean, Sure. Honestly, honestly, the like the tax breaks that would come from it indi- on an individual level would be pretty minuscule, um, because like I mean I don't make a whole lot right now, being in college and whatnot, but uh, I don't really pay that much personally for uh, for school taxes and whatnot. Whatnot, everything's pretty yeah. spread out. But um, I think it's pretty it's pretty logical and a possible scenario to privatize the school systems, um, you'd have to get rid of all the bureaucracy at the levels, both locally and statewide and nationwide. Um, you could probably have like a, like a national fund for like, kind of like how the, the government does grants. Like I have a problem with the government loaning money to college students, but grants I think are a good thing. They don't really grant a whole ton of money and, and they're able to assist students. And I think a system like that would probably be okay for low income families for public or for uh, yeah. primary schooling and secondary schooling and and that would also greatly reduce the how much how many taxes we would have to pay you know the budget for the education system would I don't think it would really even be that expensive I mean our great grandparents got better educations in a one room schoolhouse with a bunch of other people of different ages 
And right now, the biggest cost in colleges in the university system is that of administrators. And there are all there's this huge bloated administration. I mean, you can eliminate every single women's study, black study department, and the college is not going to be any worse off for it. But they don't need all these fucking administrators. So I don't yeah. really know if, if we if we privatized everything, it's not like we would have um, the same cost. The cost wouldn't be comparable. Yeah, and and those savings could trickle down to what the people actually what the the common people quote unquote. But what 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 you actually hear in the news and everything, you know, the teachers could trickle down. Those savings could trickle down to the teachers, and you'd have higher quality teachers and be teaching a higher quality education. Etc. I think that's true. Skag's itching his nose, which means I have to give you the boost. That's true. Um, we got to keep it going. <laughs> But thank you for the contribution. Thank you, man. Thanks. Mafia Guido. One, two, three, four, five, six. We got six patron callers left. Given the email questions, I know. Yes, hello, um, hello. Hi. Um, Go for it. Real quick, I know know, uh, Matt said he liked my name. I got the nickname Guido when I was in college because I worked as a butcher. Oh, Yeah, I was a butcher. Why does that give you the, the nickname Guido, though? Because it's... Italian stereotypes. It's either ah, okay, okay. a butcher or, or just one of the stereotypical. I think of but... like Spaghetti Chef, like on The Simpsons, that Italian restaurant guy. Luigi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. But I wanted to explain. Uh, I was going to talk about the uh, girl in Iowa, but that's been done to death. But I wanted to explain the uh, the door problem to you guys because you didn't seem to really get the issue. If yeah, you, maybe I'm not understanding problem. the choice, you know? The three door problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, it shows if you expand it to it to see it better to a hundred doors, you pick one. The host mm-hmm. opens ninety-eight of them. The, the there's a better odds that it's in the door he didn't open because it's one out of one hundred, and now it becomes even higher because before the problem before the doors opened, there was a ninety-nine out of one hundred percent chance that it was in that last door he didn't open. So if you do this problem over and over and over and over again. Eventually, you will win more by switching than staying with your choice. I'm still not sure I follow. Yeah, I <laughs> it's it's too complex for I us to fit into the nerd, call. So it makes perfect yeah. sense to me. But I, I yeah. thought I'd simplify it. I guess I didn't. But sure. We're I, not, I, if if I dumb, if I sat if I sat down and like and thought about it, and if I, I, I generally like drawing out diagrams or drawing things out and thinking about it. So if I had something visually in front of me, I'd probably have an easier time conceptualizing this. Oh man. Okay, yeah, but nope, that's and that's it for me. So thanks for calling. Yeah, no Thank problem. you. I, we're so stupid, right? I just, I guess I don't. Uh, if we had to sit down and have this explained again, I'd have to have the choice explained to me because I feel like I'm not understanding what the choice is. Yeah. For that probability to be changing. But anyway, math is hard. I'm a woman. What's your excuse? Uh, my excuse is well, how am I going to do this without throwing the callers under the bus? Uh, moving on to the next call. Insulting the audience is yeah. always the way. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, Steven's up next. Maybe he has an update on the sex cult. Steven, hey, you're Steven. good to go. Oh. Steven? I'm here. What's Hi. on your mind? How are you doing? I'd ask if you want to hear about some gossip going on in our home, but in the interest of time, I might as well just... Uh, give you all a sex cult update. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Anytime. All right. Um, Allison Mack is actually, well, she's been on home arrest since April, since her, since she made bail. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was just granted freedom to roam around within the city limit. 
but she's still got a mo- the ankle monitor attached. The leader of the sex cult, who was, well, no, the leader, the guy is in, still in prison, but the finance, the financial lady that's been bankrolling this whole thing, who has just been indicted, filed for the same appeal to, I mean, she's under house arrest, but in a luxury apartment in Manhattan. And Wah. she's, yeah. And she's asked for the same thing to be able to roam around Manhattan. And she just, and she just got denied. Hmm. That is no, that would be so sweet if, if you got house arrest and you could just go around Manhattan. It's like your life is no different. Yeah. Well, thanks for the update. This, this whole thing is fucked. I just watched a Dateline on it. Oh, what is it? Can, can you tell me what happened on the Dateline? Oh, it was the chick, um, India. It was her mom, some dynasty oh, Catherine, actress. Yeah. Catherine Oxenberg. She apparently got her daughter involved in this, and then her daughter recruited a bunch of other people into this DOS organization, which is like a sub-organization of the cult where they like mm-hmm. have these wild orgies and all this shit. It was crazy. I couldn't even believe what I was watching. I was watching it like... The Did fuck? they mention how on the on that one week retreat that uh, the girls did a test on who could take the hardest punch. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. No, no. Anyway, we got to no. let you go, Steven, but keep us posted on this. This is a, this is an interesting story. I am Cornolio. I need TV for my friend Olio. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Steven. Good night. So gross. <laughs> TV for my friend Olio. <laughs> Good lord. Decoy is up next. If he's still around, or did he take off? Decoy might have taken off. At least uh, I don't see him. So, Decoy, if you're still around, hop into the uh, waiting room if you're wanting to get in. Hop a mat. It's up next. Yeah, I can't believe you do these shows sitting on the ground, man. That would kill me. It feels so much better. Hmm. Hop a mat. You're good to go. What do you set there. your computer on? Do you have like a little table or something? I have like a little bench. Oh, okay. All right. Up a mat. What's on your mind? Hey, guys. I uh, really like Blonde, your last couple videos. Thank you. About uh, speaking up. Um, I don't have the blonde size cojones to do it quite yet, <laughs> but I'm going to try. Uh, but real quick, I want to talk quickly about two Ben Shapiro conundrums. One is... Why can't he pronounce Jank Uger's name? What does he say? He says Iger usually, he right? Chank Iger. Yeah. Huh. And like he's buddies with Dave Rubin who worked for him. So is it intentional? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like everybody calls him Chank Uger. And then for a long time, he was calling her Anastasia Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, really? Not for a long time, like a couple days. Yeah. yeah, he's too smart to. But I, I, I can't rip people for pronunciation after epitome. And it's like. Yeah, and you were I, so indignant be, about it too. You're like, I'm pretty sure it's epitome. I Stick did not. I googled it right away. <laughs> I didn't. I was not indignant. Go back and watch it. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, what's the other thing about Ventura? today when he brought up the Molly Tibbetts story because he had this really uncomfortable pause and I was so sure he was going to go right into like Molly Tibbetts horrible 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 tragedy uh, but first <laughs> let's talk about trender pants yeah yeah let's oh, talk God. about how your night even, of sleep your underpants that just invited a terrible joke that could be made but I'm not going to make it 
Yeah. His transitions into um, those bits are just awful. Has so many, too. I mean, it's well, hard gotta, when you have advertisements. It's hard to have a smooth t- transition. You, his you are gotta, just fucking garbage. You got to pay your bills somehow. Like, I'm not going to rip anybody who who wants to do the model they do, you know? But Yeah. yeah. I'll dump on Ben Shapiro anyway, though. I have the opportunity to. Anyway, All we right. got to give you the boot. Do you have any final thoughts? Yeah. Homo. What? You... All I heard was homo. <laughs> <laughs> there, no homo. There was... There was no more awkward Ben Shapiro promo transition than I forget who the guest was on the Sunday special, but they were talking about Judaism. And he said, oh, that was a very interesting point about Judaism, and I want to get to it. But first, we've got to make some money. And he went into his... Ben, did he talk about Birch Gold? <laughs> yeah, something like that. And they were, they were even laughing about how, like, how it was promoting the stereotype kind of accidentally. And, oh, but it was yeah. like unintentionally hilarious. And they were not oblivious to the, uh, to the hilarity. I, I forget well, who the guest good. was, but yeah, it was it was funny. Uh, Dequay, what's on your mind? Hey, um, did you guys take a look at the uh, the projections for EA Battlefield Five? Uh, we just had a reference to it from a, a caller a minute ago, but I saw eighty five percent below Call of Duty. That's uh, they're they're not the projections are not good. Like the pre sales are not good. That's right, eighty five percent. So they've seen a um, over uh, over the top about thirty five percent drop from. Uh, pre-buy to pre-buy for the last three episodes for the last three games. Yeah, but that is the majority of people uh, being dissatisfied pre-buying. So that was mm. somewhat expected as a projection, but the other fifty percent is unaccounted for. I mean, some of that. I think some of that is how pissed off people were about Battlefront Two with EA and Dice. I think some of that is like. Maybe the people are turned off by the intersectional politics angle and how annoying that is. I think it's there are m- multiple factors, but I just I love that they immediately accuse their audience of being like bigoted or uneducated yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Audiences love that shit. Yeah. Well, I think I think my favorite part was the uh, CEO of Dice was like, "You guys are all misogynist. You know, you're misogynists. If you even pointed out and." And you yeah. know what? If you don't like it, don't buy the game. Yeah, and then they don't, and, and then, and then they, they bitch about it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was it. Just wanted to throw that out there. I saw Thank you, man. Thought you guys were interesting. Have a great day, yeah. guys. Appreciate it. Somebody in the live chat in Ben Shapiro's voice. My wife gives me prostate exams. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got we got to get through these. Uh, uh, magic, how many callers? Do you, how many magic calls? Fairy sixty nine. We've got three left. Uh, oh, okay, that's doable. Oh, actually, Richie's. Uh, I know Richie's a page. I'm gonna get this uh, updated. Right, well, you know, maybe four. It's cool. I can, I can uh, be, uh, no, no, you're good to go, Magic Fairy, right, if you're ready. All right. All right. Um, yeah. yeah, so a uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, well, thanks Trudeau for calling in. I did do that. I voted for Trudeau. Oh, so, no. I'll forgive you. Yeah, well, I didn't know at the time. I figured my choices were, like, corrupt conservative guy, uh, commie, and then idiot. I didn't know that yeah. the idiot was also a commie. I have a Canadian friend, I assume, or I know to be rational, who also voted Trudeau. And the way he's explained it to me several times, it's like... We're um, least of two evils kind of thing, but I, I yeah, still but can't I wrap my head around how Trudeau was like the least of two evils. But you know, well, I get kind it. of. Well, here's the here's the problem for, for me though. Anyway, is I don't even remember why the fuck I thought the the, the conservative guy was corrupt. I just have no mm. fucking idea. I just I saw it in the news a lot, and I was like, oh, yeah. I guess he's corrupt. And I guess that's yeah. probably what most people do. For like, most oh, people do. Corrupt? Yeah. Oh yeah, he hates like Mexicans or whatever, and then you know they go to town. And even I feel like uh, our conservative party in Canada, I'll be super fast. Um, is like 
the conservative like Theresa May or whatever. Uh, I mean, I got the card anyway because I figured like whatever, maybe it'll be not terrible. Um, I, I have no Trump hopes, but if we could be like a quarter of that level of like, eh, you know, fuck this diversity cult, then I'm on board. Um, so we got a new guy named uh, Andrew Shear, who is basically like a mil your standard milk toast conservative. Um, kind of a cuck though, because the other guy who was the front runner and who is, I guess, now able to just speak his mind, basically made a bunch of tweets shitting on diversity. Like, what are mm. we doing? This is stupid. Um, and of course, Andrew Shear was like, he does not speak for the values of the conservative party. Um, your thoughts, are we super cucked? Uh, do our conservatives <laughs> matter? Does it matter? What, Canada? Well, it's just trying to get a conservative government in there, which is, I guess, we need a UKIP, basically. Uh, that kind of, I mean, maybe not to Brexit from anything, but just with that kind of like, you know, let's slow the fuck down with all this diversity. Like, I don't know. I don't think we can get anything else off the ground, though. I think the conservatives is like, uh, maybe the best we've got. Yeah, I mean, whatever whatever eliminates diversity is is really the goal. I'm I'm not even really sure if it matters what their political orientation is. If anybody tells me that they want that they think they, they think diversity is bullshit and they're going to implement any kind of strategy to prevent more immigration and to reduce diversity, I'm on board. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I wish I could be, but I just I don't really see that option. It's like super diversity or just like regular diversity. That's true. We love everyone. Uh, and I think my option um, is to just pull my hair out and uh, hope that Trump grants me asylum. All right. Thank you, man. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, dude. Have a good night. Okay. Um, I saw Richie Mac is hanging out. I know he's a patron, but his account wasn't updated. Richie Mac, if you're ready, we can give you a quick word. Oh, Richie Mac. <laughs> What's going on, man? Oh, you guys. You guys. Excuse me, I, I saw that you skipped my name. Yeah, they and didn't so show I you as a patron, up. but so I... Okay, I know that you guys are on a time match, so I'll be really quick. Yeah, I'm sure, go to for talk it. With you. Um, so I got Ann Coulter's new book, uh, Resistance is Futile. It's very funny. She makes a lot of really great jokes, and a lot of really great information is in there, and always does really great research. And um, I think I'll just kind of give a teaser of it. One of the things that I thought was kind of funny and interesting is, like, Bob Mueller, head of the FBI, now the special counsel guy, he has... A, you know, while he was head of the FBI, kind of presided over some pretty significant failures. And I guess there was, I, I think it was under Mueller, and hopefully I'm, um, my reading comprehension skills are up, are correct on this, but I think it was Mueller who was head of the FBI during an anthrax scare. And mm. um, he went after innocent people for absolutely no reason. One of the guys that he went after was a bacteriologist. His name was Evans. He committed suicide because he had a history of mental illness after Mueller's FBI had investigated him. And when probed about it, he was asked, do you regret this investigation? He says, I have no regrets about the investigation. He also at one point found a container that in you know, near a, a lake or a river or something like that, that um, he th that they thought it would have contained anthrax. So they spent a half a million dollars draining this lake only to discover that the, the case was um, a makeshift turtle trap apparently. So <laughs> yeah. This is all in the new Ann Coulter book. What is it called? Resistance is Futile? Yes, I got the audiobook. She's really funny on the audiobook. It's a great oh, way to. Okay, we'll I've listen left... to it. Yeah, I've, I've left out loud um, at some of her jokes. She's like, yeah, it, it, it was news when, you know, when Trump gets accused of colluding with Russia. It's, it was news that Trump even colluded with his own campaign. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, have Thank a good night, you too. You too. Bye bye. Okay. Um... Let's talk to my lordy. 
My lordy, you're good to go. Hey guys, how's it going? I know you're in a rush, so I'll make it quick. Um, go for it. I want, I want to tell you a really quick anecdote. Uh, so I work at a cell phone store, and the other day, uh, a man who thinks he's a woman came into my store, mm-hmm. and um, me, it was just me and one of my other coworkers, and this person who was over the top acting, you know, the whole <laughs> like just very pretending to be a woman, um, was trying to flirt with me, and it was extremely awkward, and like touching my arm, and like you know, just making really obscene comments the whole time. And I'm just sitting there like, this is the, and I live a little south of Blonde in Tacoma. So um, oh, I'm nice. sure Blonde, Blonde has seen these types of people around the area before. Oh, um, yeah. But it's just like, I just felt so trapped. And it was like, if I was a girl and this was a, a just a, a normal man doing the same thing, it would be sexual harassment. But because I'm a straight white male and this is a, a Mexican tranny, I am fucked. <laughs> like I just have to sit here and take this. Yeah, if yeah. you call it out, you're the aggressor. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Even though, yeah. even though it was like 30 minutes, they didn't even buy anything. They just harassed me for 30 minutes, calling me the muscly GNC guy. I'm. I mean, I'm not trying to tune my I'm not like super muscular, but like she was. She was just. Uh, I, I hate saying. I can't believe I just said she. Um, but you know what sure. I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, but I just thought you guys might think that was interesting that there's people oh, living. Man. They're putting they're putting us in hell now. Um, so. <laughs> oh yeah, do you know Zoom Care? I went Zoom? to like an an urgent care, and my doctor, oh, yeah, yeah. who was totally nice to me and very very helpful, by the way, but was a tranny and had a little pin that said "goes by she or her." Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally I've it. I've had some. Like, huh? I, I had to work with the transgender person, but they didn't get offended if you got their. Uh, uh, pronouns wrong which i was really satisfied to meet someone like that like i was like wow okay at least you understand that we're not all assholes it's just mm-hmm. you know yeah but in the medical all... profession i was like huh well yeah no like, can absolutely. i trust anything yeah. you have to say when you don't have that's an understanding about basic biology yeah that's a good point point. and just a uh, side note uh, i told you guys a while back you kind of inspired me to start a little podcast i finally did my first live one so oh, cool. it, it actually feels it's really fun i like having like that outlet to kind of go you know I have a buddy that I'm doing it with. Yeah, so it's kind of fun. So yeah, you that's know. important. You know, as long as you enjoy doing it for your own sake and you have an appetite to do it a million times in a row. <laughs> and as long as yeah. you can recover from saying something stupid and uh, yeah. getting harassed by your never own. apologize. <laughs> it's no, it's mostly yeah, it's Epitome. mostly just a side side project. So you know, thanks for the inspiration. You guys are awesome. Cool, I've been watching you guys you. forever. So yeah, you guys are great. And thanks uh, for tuning in. Have a good night. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Appreciate it. Bye. Uh, Gimp in a diaper is gonna get last word. <laughs> With the Pepe avatar. Uh, Mike's muted, so you want to hop into, you want to do email questions before Super Chat? And the Gimp in, a, Gimp in a diaper will be last, so I'm sorry <laughs> that we couldn't get it to any non-patron callers. I know we're having a lot of trouble getting to non-patron callers. We're doing the best we can, as always. Um, no, and if you're having trouble getting into the show, send us an email like we're about to read. Send us a, a video message, and uh, you can get in that way. Uh, okay. Do, 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 uh. Can you hear me? Oh, we can. Go ahead. How's it going? How's it going? Uh, Where? doing all right. What's on your mind? Uh, nothing. I was just uh thinking about something that uh I had mentioned in a super chat on the Sunday show, and just uh, wanted to follow up on it about the uh the guy in Canada that shot up uh that place on the Danforth, the Greek town, the ISIS shooter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so his brother um, is in a coma. It makes this whole thing really shady because the family supposedly submitted this statement that was written by this, you know, care-affiliated guy that turns out wrote the hijab hoax uh, 
family statement as well. Remember that girl that lied about getting her? Yeah. Job? Oh, yeah, we yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so he has this professional statement that comes out right after the um, the police finally released the name. You know, Coulter's Law. If it's not within you know half an hour, it's not a white guy that did it. And um, hmm. they have this slick statement that comes out about his mental health and all this shit. But it turns out like the parents are are dead and missing. Like nobody knows where they are. And the brother has been in a coma for something like six months after he overdosed apparently. And then they find in the brother's basement, 40, uh, 42 kilograms of carfentanil, which is 5,000. Faith Goldie made a video about this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got to check it out. It's 5,000 times more potent per milligram than heroin is. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's like 10 or 50. It's what they used in the Beslin hostage crisis in Moscow Mm -hmm. when that opera got taken over by Chechen million uh, militants. And, uh, they used it as like an, an aerosolized, uh, weapon basically. And they killed Mm -hmm. like 120 something people with it. So they were definitely planning that amount can, could have killed millions of people. You don't just come about that. It's like insane. It's it's insane to even think about how they got that much out there, you know? Yeah. I mean, so, we have to let you go, but everybody check out Faith's video. Um, yeah. About this everyone story. should check it out. That's just all I wanted to say pretty much. Oh, thanks Thank for calling, man. Have a good night. Sure. Game in a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is from Free Scones. Matt, two weeks ago, you said you believe you had a, you ha- you'd have a red pill project in your boyfriend i hope he doesn't actually think you absolute son which of a topic bitch. specifically did you expect to red pill him on and how would you react if you were unable to persuade him second what if any political beliefs do you think would disqualify a potential partner and would you date them if you could change their mind or just not bother you should answer those and then i'll read the rest yeah so i would say you know, actually, it's not necessarily a specific belief that I'm set on. It's more uh, an attitude towards the way that you form them and an attitude towards how you greet viewpoints that are different from yours. So earlier I had mentioned you had asked me point blank, could you date a Hillary voter or a Hillary supporter? And yeah. I think I could if she was an, and this is a big if these days, but if she was an open-minded person. With tig old pities. You know, as I said, that's not, the Kim thing is not my thing generally, but you Stupidity know. and tit size are correlated. <laughs> but the point is um, that if she is a person who says, this is what I believe, this is why I believe it, but I'm open to hearing about other viewpoints and I'm open to understanding, I can work with that. I Granted, just, what viewpoint not, could they possibly have that was convincing that would make you think like, oh, I understand why you're a Hillary voter. Uh, for women? Yeah. Because, because society in general tells them that they're supposed to be. You know, I think that then there are a lot of... Then you're dating a woman that's an impressionable sheep and she should listen to you above society. Which is what you want. <laughs> that's yeah. what you but advocate if she's for. Like, yeah, yeah. But, if, but yeah. by that point, she would be like, oh, I'm going to listen to my, my boyfriend now instead of... Yeah, but that but that's my point is if if she's somebody who like is is hardline and militant in her worldview and believes that we're going to have some like weird gender roles where I'm basically submissive to her because she's she's dead set in this worldview that women are going to rule or something. No, like I can't do that. Um, But so generally speaking, I would like somebody who shares my beliefs, but I'm not dead set on if they're open minded. There's room for some negotiation there. Um. Can you read the rest of this question? I'm sorry, it's the front desk. Yeah, I mostly believe with Shapiro's belief that core values are uh, what matters, and I don't think there are always they are always the source of people's political views. Uh, oh, but what are some of the views you think that make a person a bad partner 
or mother or father. Well, I think that if they were not an open-minded person, if they were afraid to examine values and beliefs like that, or like I said, if they were somebody who just fundamentally disagrees with like the nuclear family structure and doesn't want to participate in it, then that would be a deal breaker. Anti-constitution, anti-capitalism, anti-nuclear family, et cetera, as you mentioned, it might be possible to change their views during the relationship, but what would you say? uh, But many would say you are just wasting time on the flip side. So much general general population has been blue pilled that nearly any relationship will require some red pilling the great lie that feminism and propaganda about trump uh both uh come to mind at what point do the person's views become so extreme that you won't bother i I think i've already answered that for the most part you know yeah i I agree and in my situation men i i just wouldn't want to be with a man who's going to be so easily persuaded and so they're going to have to be it really far like i married somebody that's so far right (laughs) that said i think i'm pretty dead set in my worldview i don't think that i am there's a lot of things that I consider. I, I think I'm pretty pretty firm in my values, and so if I was unable to to pull that person a little closer to it, it probably wouldn't work out. Uh, and then he said uh, he teases because he loves, but no homo. Oh, Back. thanks. Okay, uh, this is from Tanner. No matter how I think about it, I can't get on the side of repealing net neutrality. I do generally want the market to decide things, but when you have situations where there's only one ISP choice. And that one ISP is bullying out smaller companies. I don't see another solution. I was actually surprised to hear there was a large amount of people against categorizing this as utility. So please persuade me to your guys' side on this one. Also, Matt, what kind of pistol do you or what do you carry daily in which position? Oh, man, we don't know anything about net neutrality. We've we've famously talked about <laughs> about how it's one of those things we should know. Yeah, something my pos- about it, no, my position I is this, and it has been the whole time. And by the way, net neutrality has been repealed for how long now? Like a year. My internet is exactly the same. In fact, yeah, tell Caesar to shut the fuck up. Sorry. Um, I I don't know. I'm not the right person to talk to about it to make a net neutrality case for you. I will say this: I do find it hilarious and interesting that all the people who were telling us about the net neutrality doomsday that if you removed these regulations all of a sudden ISPs would be controlling the content of the internet and who can access what and that was the great uh, nightmare that that was foreshadowed and then nothing happened and then nothing happened and now by the way it's Facebook and and Twitter and YouTube and the rest of the Silicon Valley giants who are doing exactly that telling you what content you can and cannot access at least on their platforms they are gatekeepers of information nobody cares about that because oh they're a private company they don't have to do any any of that stuff they can do what they want first amendment doesn't apply to private companies that has annoyed me yeah. uh, in general yeah i think you should be able to access the information on the internet that you um that you want to i just i don't personally see how net neutrality has improved or um harmed my ability to do that in my experience you want to read this sunday follow-up yeah uh, oh, he also asks, what do you, what's your daily carry and in which position? Well, I joke with my friends, you don't have to carry daily if you never leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if I do carry, um, I, I, uh, so I have a, a, a small 1911. It's a 9mm 1911 design. And um, I have both inside and outside the waistband uh, that, I, that I carry on my right hip. Originally, I thought I would like inside the waistband a little bit better, but I don't. So I've recently picked up an outside the waistband holster. Uh, and that's, that's where, that's where I carry. And that's what I carry. Uh, JD, you're talking about JD's the next one, right? Sunday follow-up. You were discussing the New Mexico Islam tire fort compound debacle on Sunday. And it sounded like you were a bit unsure of the Jesus connection to the, in the Islamic. Uh, I don't remember that part of the conversation. Remember their, they, their son, they presumably they murdered him in some sort of 
exorcism oh, style. Oh, ritual. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Muslims believe that Jesus Christ was a great prophet. However, they do not believe he was yeah. the son of God. Just like Christians, Muslims also believe in the second coming of Christ. However, their version of the end of days seems to be open to interpretation. Some believe that Jesus will return to help Muslims defeat. Okay, I, this this is probably long. I, I don't think I can read the whole thing here. But the general general idea is Jesus is uh, of significance in the Islamic faith, not necessarily a prophet. Um, but thank you for the clarification. Appreciate it. Uh, it's from Luca. Hey there, Blonde and Beta. I was catching up on the Sunday show, and a suggestion for Blonde came to me. I know you aren't huge on showing your personal life, but I was thinking a random vlog-type video with more of your badass, unfiltered personality would be pretty darn entertaining. That's all. I know you'll say that's not what most people want, but I argue that it's just not what most people know they need. Thanks. Keep up the totally terrific, tremendous show. I think it's about time I became a paid. Thank, thank you so much, Luca. Um, I've actually pitched this to my husband, and he's like, you should not be telling people anything about yourself or your personal life at all under any circumstances. I'm like, you know, some things come out. Um, so I'm, I'm almost positive that he would not let me to do that if, even if I wanted to. Hmm. Um, but I appreciate the suggestion and I don't think that people are into it. I like our Sunday show where we're unscripted and I think, it, I think, well, and she's asking you obviously, but I think it's personal enough, you know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's obviously not like straight up personal life vlogging, but I think it's personal enough that, that people can get that connection. I, I personally have a resistance to showing too much of my personal life as do i as do i because i see people do it sometimes and i'm like overshare like sometimes i watch monday matt and i'm like ugh, why do you tell people so much about your stupid life it's not why people tune in you know i mean people do like to get to know you as a person but that's not why they tune in you know and i have to obey (laughs) of course is is there any debate are you kidding yeah all right. Chris says, uh, hey, guys, question for Matt. I was listening to a podcast on cults this morning and found out that the Church Universal and Triumphant is based just outside of Bozeman. What they is have, that? Uh, or they were a doomsday cult that didn't end in violence and still exists today as a more mainstream group. Have you run across anyone from this group or toured their underground bomb shelter? No, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> that is news to me i can't elaborate sure on this anymore <laughs> thank sure you for haven't. telling me that though i appreciate it thank you How Chris. Fucking weird you should look into that that sounds super interesting uh, mm. this is from the sleuthing sloth hi guys the uk government recently changed our organ donation scheme from an opt-in to an opt-out system meaning the state health services can harvest your organs without wow. seeking permission okay what? yeah that is wild i'm torn on this as i originally signed up to the opt-in signed however sure. The issue I found is the government is having control over citizens' body and going against the individual's religious or personal beliefs. Yep. Yes, I'm a female listener. That is fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm 100% with uh, with her. Uh, I'm with her. I'm uh, with her. <laughs> take out that sound bite. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the point is I am also an organ donor on my driver's license. And you I are, check I'm the, not. I checked the, the organ box. donation system's bullshit. They can't have any of these organs unless they get that sorted out. But that's the point, right? You get to decide and, and I get to decide too. I don't like the default of state decision. Yeah. Yeah. So the UK, man, I, I one video I was going to make, but I just didn't have time. And there's too many other things I want to talk about. See, Sadiq Khan came out and was talking about no cars allowed near parliament. We're going to start yeah. banning cars. It's because... totally the cars and not the Muslims. <laughs> no knives, no free speech. Of course, no guns, no cars in certain places. We're just going to ban everything before we start talking about the real problem. Jesus. This is from, oh, I guess we can go to super chats. Thank you all so much for your question. Appreciate really it guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. 
Um, did I already say this one? Ben Tomlinson from Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan? I got it. Hmm. Home of the town named Climax, but I'm from the jaw of a moose. I guess I didn't read that one. Thank I think, you, are those both, uh, isn't there a moose jaw, Saskatchewan? I don't know, man. I have no idea where that is. Uh, it's north of Montana and North Dakota. Saskatchewan is. Falcon yeah, Millennial says, job. I almost forgot to ask, did you get my email just asking because I never got a response? Um, I went through all the emails today, so yes, but I don't remember what email which you speak. My apologies, Falcon Millennial. This is from Bare Bones. Anatomy lesson, the urethras in front, not the vagina. A female caller already got to that one. Yeah, yeah. It's actually the middle hole. But then that other caller explained why they did this, which makes a lot of sense. I think he was joking around. No, I mean, no, no. That, that's why they did it, to be inclusive of trans vaginas. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, I, but as far as like actually turning your dick inside out, is that how they do it surgically? They just... I thought they they make it tiny through hormones. Well, isn't, yeah, yeah. But if you get like an artificially constructed vagina, they don't just like turn it inside out. I mean, that sits up like no, a little the, bit No, the, the urethra is the same because you still have to urinate out of it. And then they like cut a hole, like a, a vaginal canal. That's gotta be how they do it, right? I don't know. And then I know you have to put something we're, in it and like pump it we're out. Of, we're out of time. We're out of time. <laughs> eventually, this is John McGee, eventually one of these idiots will learn themselves a, earn themselves a Darwin Award by crushing themselves when pulling down one of these statues. But they'll probably be claimed as the last victim of the Civil War. Oh, I mm. can't wait. This is from BB. YouTube sucks. How do I give you real money? We use Streamlabs and we also have a PayPal account. Yep. Um, everything's linked in the description. Thank you so much, BB. Yes, and BB yeah. also said, sorry, I'm not here on Sunday and enjoy. Thank you. You're bankrolling this whole operation. Appreciate BB. it. Yeah. And just so people understand, if you don't want to support YouTube because of the censorship stuff, or if you think their cut of Super Chat is too much, and it is, uh, Streamlabs <laughs> is an alternative that's a functional equivalent. It does the same thing. The only thing is on Streamlabs, your chat won't appear above the chat on YouTube, but you know, other than that. Um, this is from Lil Wang. Obama's 2008 campaign violations resulted in the largest FEC fine to date, but nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> Imagine my shock. Seriously, she spelled that phonetically, like Nobita. Right, yeah, that was that was the Democrats in 2013 or whenever that news came yeah. out. I don't give a fuck. Big LC, yeah. F. Ben Shapiro, right in his front hall. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dangerous faces. If a Russian collusion investigation prosecutes people for crimes not connected to Russian collusion, how is that not a witch hunt? Thoughts? I know Correct. we were just talking yeah. about this before the show. Yeah, that's the point is like we're going to start an investigation that's related to this theme, but really we're just going to get anything we possibly can to justify our own existence, basically. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, JCKDDSN, the farms that have already been transferred in past decades have already failed miserably. What a mm. fucking surprise. Nonpartisan media, the South African government is only paying 10% of the value of the land at the moment. They are doing oh, it because they want more migration into the U.S. Hmm. I mean, Meaning they want to send people here? Is that is that what? Fine. I would love to take every single white South African refugee. Uh, Boogeyman917, can't wait to hear the new Lil Wayne classic, Pop That Front Hole. <laughs> Ryan Johnson, Matt, what are your left-leaning opinions? Uh, well, formerly I would have said that I, I'm mo like mostly a social or cultural liberal. I think that's still true, and I think that used to be the domain of the left, kinda. Like I, 
I still adhere to the belief generally of like, do what you want so long as it doesn't harm me or other people. And that would include things like, you know, marriage equality. And generally speaking, if like, if you want to be a tranny, I don't care. Stop shoving it in my face. That's where my opposition. Get your frat hole out of my face. Right. But so those are the things and form, you know, formerly I used to be more pro-choice than I am now. Obviously my, my opinion is still in flux. I don't really know where I stand. Um, Formerly, I used to be much more in favor of like tax and spend and government investment. I'm not anymore. So where do I fit on the left? Uh, I don't would be one, at least as the left currently stands. And the second part would be um, social and cultural libertarianism, which doesn't seem like the, the left cares about that anymore. It's, it's, liber- it's, it's social and cultural authoritarianism for yeah, them now. Exactly. It's get in line or we'll browbeat you. Uh, this is from Andel One. What do you guys think of James also being mass flagged? I didn't know that. I love hmm. his channel. Uh, did you guys catch Vernaculus's recent video? I did not. These leftist radicals sound like a cult. Yes, indeed. I'm sorry to hear that he's been mass flagged. His channel's great. Check it out if you don't already, James also. Um, didn't John he get Martin. banned on YouTube or was that something what? else? What, didn't he get banned on YouTube before or was that something else? I don't remember. I thought he got banned by some major platform. Maybe it was just Twitter. Must have been that. Uh, John Martin, Nicki Minaj's back hole is a par five. <laughs> Careful of the water hazard. Yeah, dude. Seriously. Oziel Lazoya, in case blonde, in that case, blonde, we should be suspicious of black people too, statistically speaking. Of course, no comment. Uh, Jeski77, one, Streamlabs CC donations are working. Two, blonde, oh, cool, give a great. link about pregnancy literally changing a woman's brain. I did. It was a great article. Uh, it was a Daily Wire article, so you may have skipped it. No, I did read it. It was good. Um, Shice blonde, roll the dice on not doing homeschool. I went through all that brainwashing and I turned out great. Donates hmm. to YouTube show. Uh, yeah, I mean, we went to public school. We turned out fine. Right. I guess. Why are you looking at me? I turned, you out, turned out, you're pretty well-rounded, <laughs> but you know, I went to a very small school though. Like I graduated with 32 kids in high school, man. I so. would be proud of my kid if they turned out like you but disappointed if they turned out like me (laughs) (laughs) that's the best compliment you ever gave me i would if i had a daughter like me i'd be like no like you guys would fight every day yeah uh Mm. tkua did you guys watch jf's hannah hayes yesterday sad Uh, i don't know i did not so i don't i don't know the reference hannah hayes is i don't know Mm -mm. let me know in the live chat i don't know who that is but i do know jf so I i didn't watch it though uh, dangerous spaces. Maybe it's just me. Why would you trust any health organization that doesn't use correct medical terminology? Front hole. Seriously, I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, dangerous yeah. spaces. Also, why do people have so much trouble with names? How hard is it to remember chunk yogurt or yeah. Australia <laughs> malaria Corvette? <laughs> seriously, it's not that <laughs> difficult. Uh, Thorin Parps. Pretty sure the guest with Jen- with Shapiro was Joe Rogan. Oh, maybe it might have been that episode, but they were discussing Judaism or something. The way I recall it was they were definitely discussing Jews or Judaism, and he transitioned to making profit. This exists in one of the Sunday specials. Oh, I think Joe Rogan's Jewish, too, so that makes sense. Is he? Um, No way. I think so. Hmm. I don't know. Um, The Slaughtered Lamb. Don't feel bad, Blonde. Every time I get on my phone, my dog Waco won't stop barking because he thinks someone is coming over to play. Last one, Rational Orc. Rational Orc in the Quran, Jesus says that he is not a god and confirms it is a great heresy to say he is god. Hmm. It's all just nonsense to justify attacking Christians back in the day. Ah, gotcha. We should know more about this. Um, cool, we're done. And we're, we're through Streamlabs and uh, YouTube, right? Yep. We got them both. Cool, thank you. Uh, appreciate everybody's patience. I know we're trying to 
make the best of the show that we can and trying to keep up with demand as best we can. Appreciate everybody who's supporting and participating and trying to get into the call-in room and all that. Uh, there will be more on Sunday. I know for sure I'm going to talk. I want to talk Molly Tibbetts. I want to talk the, the media coverage of Manafort and Cohen just enraged me this morning. So I got to go through that. And uh, I don't know. I'm sure there'll be some hoax hate or something. Whatever whatever else is in the notes. I haven't looked. Yep. See you Sunday. Bye, guys.